Hey, how's it going, Universe? Welcome to another episode of Zoobox, a podcast about nonsense, much of which you're about to hear, just in case we got any new listeners. I know we've got some new subs and stuff recently, so I'm Sean, your master of ceremonies with me, as always, is Dan. What up, I? What up? And then there's Mike, the straight shooter, the handyman. Yep. Straight shooter. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's living his uh his best life right now. I am. You should be you should become one of those guys. You should just like start hanging out on the beach a lot. Who, me? Yeah. Yeah. And just become like a handyman. Well the beach at is the far beach. away from me. Is it really? Yeah. I don't know. It's even the point of living there. Yeah, like the closest <laughs> beach is like an hour and like hour and a half maybe hour and 45 minutes okay so i don't live anywhere by the beach yeah but do you guys go ever well no we well yeah we've been like once you got a pool now so yeah you got a yeah. pool How i live in like the part of like florida it's like cattle country swamp people like yeah <laughs> i live like you know um who's the singer tom petty you know, that's what the kind of people I live by. Oh, okay. That he's from this area, Tom Petty. Oh, is he? He's from Gainesville, which is right down the road from me. Oh, oh okay. So I live by those kind of people. Just uh, <laughs> Tom Petty types. Yeah, Tom. What Petty. is what is the Tom Petty type? Well, just look at him. He's he's cool. He free, looks like he's, he's drugged out. Free willing, yeah. high flying American. <laughs> Yeah. Loves snappy America. Dress, snappy dresser. Very snappy. Has a long face. Crazy he about it. He dates girls that are crazy about Elvis. I know that. That's what mm. that's what the song says, right? What's his yeah, name? He, uh, free Fallen, right? Yeah. Free, his... free Fallen. Fallen. Yeah. 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 He has a bunch of famous songs. Yeah, he has. He, I remember he played in the Super Bowl years ago. Yes. And it just yeah. was so, ugh, like, whatever, you know? <laughs> that's the, what are the... One of my favorite Tom Petty things is that he was in the traveling uh, traveling Wolverines with uh with Bob Dylan and was it George Harrison and um what's his name? Fuck, I really like him too. Uh, what's his name? Sixties, no sixties, like uh, country crooner. Song wore the Ray Bans. Country crooner. Yeah, he, he wore Ray Bans. I don't know. Ray Bans. Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison. Yes. Yeah. Fucking Roy, good? Roy Orbison, dude. Roy, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, Roy, pretty, Roy Orbison pretty woman. is so cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, dude, I don't have to listen to that guy. I've, I, used to, I haven't. I had a thing for Roy Orbison for years. Like I, I even like when I first got money from like pipe planning, I went out. The first one of the first things I did was get some like actual real Ray Bans, like the fucking yeah. Roy Orbison style ones. Roy Orbison, if you, like this guy has the thickest fucking glasses you've ever fucking seen, dude. Like he, like he, the reason why he he wore uh, shades, from what I've heard, is that his eyes were big. Cause like that's how thick they were. His eyes would look like they're in fish bowls. Like they were oh, like really? they were like they were a couple inches thick, dude. I see. Like I, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever seen him without his glasses. Come to think Judy. of it, yeah, no, cause he's ugly. He's ugly. <laughs> He is like straight up. He kind of looks. He kind of looks like Ted Cruz. He's like, porky. 
he's kind of, he's not an attractive guy, but man, what a fucking voice, man. What a beautiful, beautiful vibrato. Because he's kind of got, he's kind of this Elvis, a little bit of Elvis sound. Yeah. But, or it was that sound at the time, you know, that was the sound that well, was his... really big and popular, but his voice is just oh, fucking so obnoxious. The it's only obnoxious how good there's, it is. There's been a few people that have come close to him, like Chris Isaac, you know, Wicked Game. Yeah, he's, he's baby got a very a bad, bad baby did a bad bad thing. He's got kind of a Roy Orbison vibe to him, and then um recently that gay cowboy uh, Orville oh, Peck. Oh, Orville Peck, Mike. Oh, uh, Mike. I don't know this guy. Is he good? My, oh my god, oh, he's he, great. He's a gay oh. cowboy, but this guy can fucking sing. But he's Dude, got, he's, that's it. he's Dan, got, you're gonna have to send me the, it in the yeah, I'll send it. You got yeah, Spotify, right? Yeah. He's on Spotify. Yeah. I'll send you the, like his, his the share he's, thing. He's got that Orbison quality to his voice, where it's Dude. like this. It's really beautiful, melodic, and he can hit those yeah. high notes, the high register, really well. Dude, it, I feel like you're uh, when I listen to Orville Peck. You put that shit on, dude. You kind of feel like you're in some cowboy dreamscape. <laughs> yeah, you're, just you're try, trying to it. yeah, trying to fuck a cowboy in a like bar. like as the boy. What is he? he's like? And the boys walk on by, and yeah. you're like. Oh shit! He's talking about the dude, like you know. Yeah. You get. yeah. Well, that's that's great because I've been on a cowboy kick. I've been watching a ton of cowboy movies. No, I'm telling you, Orville Peck, dude. I don't even know what he looks like. I've never seen his face because he wears a mask, right? And then it has these long tassels that, like, so at that, like, right below his nose. Yeah, he's and doing he's like the all lady, tassels. like the early career Lady Gaga thing, where he hides like his face. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's cool. His music, though, I will say that, dude, like, very talented. Uh, everybody in his band, I've I've watched some of their stuff live. They just there's something about seeing a band that's just really tight. You know, you see like a band that just got their shit together. You know, Mike, Mike, like when you're watching the uh, some of the stuff from Woodstock, those motherfuckers, yeah. like it's unbelievable to see four or five people all like doing it perfect and just and just nailing it. That's because so awesome when team. you do something. 5,000 times like yeah you okay just, but it just becomes muscle memory really right i mean it just becomes a thing that you can do because those guys not only were they doing it and hitting the notes and stuff and not flubbing they're all fucked up too yeah they're all fucked up well that's but that's uh, <laughs> then again though that's how they played all the time yeah you know, they all always, yeah, always you know the songs up. but yeah. like so some bands uh that have been together for years had like led zeppelin was known to be pretty hit or miss uh yeah, I, yeah. I know like famously they were known to be kind of 50 50 you didn't really know if john bonham was going to be fucking hammered if jimmy page was going to be high on heroin yeah. you know like you didn't really you didn't, <coughs> didn't know, know and, like a, a modern band uh the mars volta is known the lead singer is known to be kind of like because he's doing crazy shit like he's I mean, do, the whole band's yeah. doing crazy shit it's so. not it's actually because they're they've been sober the mars volta specifically have been sober for a long time they were sober before that last album came out which apparently i've heard uh rumors that they have a new one they're working on a new album which i'm excited for but uh <coughs> yes they are very hit and miss you can see that if you go watch li- live live footage yeah. because like dan said it's such an animated crazy show that i think going there if you were to watch them live you wouldn't even notice it's only when you have that distance with a video and you oh, don't boy. feel the vibe of the moment and you're actually hearing things too clearly like if you're in a crowd of people and everybody's yeah. vibing it's and fucking hard and yeah you're just it's hard fun. you don't even care you don't yeah. care that it sounds although i've seen like a black rebel motorcycle club because i've mm. seen them twice one time they were really good. One time they were kind of awful. Uh, part of that I think has to do with the sound system there. But 
Oh, which yeah. is which is gonna happen. Well, I, I think anybody who like I'll admit, like, dude, I've played shows, man. There, there's sometimes where just like people ain't buying it that night, and you can feel that shit. Yeah, you, can, you feel, can. You can feel people being like, like you can feel people not looking at you. Yeah, and the it's, energy. It's, the energy's there, man. It is yeah. one of the worst feelings. That's why one having the, a that's why having a band is cool because like you have to you learn to disassociate from the audience and you and feed you off of each other. Together. Yeah, well, you, you, you can, feed like, off of each it. other and yeah. you create the the tone. But when you're by yourself, right. that's like really hard. Well, one, I'm a master craftsman. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've gotten really good at playing by myself. But I'll I'll tell you this much: like, there's I don't wear I wear sunglasses whenever I play, and I think that it's kind of like that. You know how. Uh, like people who give speeches, like you see them, they hold on to the podium. It's a psychological thing. Like yeah. it, it, the podium is there to give you stability. It makes you feel strong. And I feel like the eyes are the greatest like trap or, or like, you know, like you can really dude, when you're you can see in somebody's eyes if they're not liking you. Mm-hmm. And with the glass with the sunglasses, you feel like it there's a mask. Yeah, yeah, well, like you can be looking at people and they don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they don't know that you're looking at them. And that doesn't put pressure on the audience mm-hmm. as well, because you don't want to put, put pressure on people when you're performing to like it. You want to just kind of have it happen naturally. And, yes. and for me, I look at people a lot uh, because I have no one else to interact with. Yeah. So that definitely, dude. I've had, I've had one, and it's so disheartening, man. When you're playing and you're just not vibing that night, you could just feel it. Like you're just not there in the moment. You're trying, and you're really trying to grind through it, and you just see someone like like almost snicker like you know like kind of like put their oh, head yeah. there. and like, it's super de- oh, it's super uh, demoralizing dude it crushes you dude like <laughs> dude, you'll be playing and just be like i was playing uh a show a couple weeks ago and this dude was must have been three people in there and there was one guy that liked it like one dude that was like with it you know yeah you played for that guy yeah, but i could you, you, yeah. you can't make it look like you're playing for just him though you know, like that's why the glasses help. Like I can be focused on the guy that's enjoying it and I can hone in, blah, blah, blah. So well, I had this, I had a similar experience when I was in a band. Cause like, as soon as we started uh, wearing like a costume, almost mm-hmm. we wear like kind of crazy clothes. It really helped a lot. Cause it felt like a, a show. It felt like kind of a character. You got to be a like, little yeah, bit outside of yourself in. and you just kind of stopped caring. Like I stopped yeah. caring, actively caring about being really worried about an audience. Oh, and then, but like I said before, like you have the benefit of having bandmates and if nobody else is having fun, you guys just have fun and you're just right. fucking do it. And, and usually the crowd feeds off the energy you give off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You so set like, the tone. You set the yeah. tone. Cause I, I can remember being in a band and the quality, the tightness never changed, but like the nervousness was there at the beginning. Yeah. And then people feel awkward if you feel awkward. Yeah. So you can't like, you have to just go and be something other than yourself for 45 minutes or an hour, however long dude, you play. Dude, you got to fucking get up there and change. You you have to be, like, this is one of the, the mental game, I think, of being any type of performer. You know that there's, like, you're taking the ultimate risk every time you step on that. Like, most of the time, it's people you don't know. This The, the most afraid I've ever been playing music was playing in front of people I knew, like, really yes. well. Yeah, it's so easier like, to play. It's easier to play in front of strangers for sure. Yeah, way easier, dude. Way easier because when I was in when I was in Turkey, and that's really where I started playing. Like, you know, every weekend, I would start playing in the bowling alley, and I was like the first guy. I was getting paid. You know, it was like pretty cool. It was a cool experience, and 
you, but like all your work friends are there, all the people you know. And if you fucking suck, dude, if you fucking suck, you're in front of everybody it, that yeah. you. Well, no, it's not. You might not even hear about it because most people are pussies, right? Like, but they'll all be talking shit, you know. And like, it there's just a vibe that yeah. you feel. Yeah. Like, hey, dude, come to my show, and they come, and you fucking <laughs> suck. Um, but you know what? Hey, then you really know if you suck if they never well, come okay. back. Okay, Mike, you 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 can put this in the context of sports, right? So like, this is something that um, I think what we've seen with COVID, like the UFC, for example. Um, there is no crowd simulation like you see in the NFL and BA. So like you yeah. can see how quiet it is. But if you're if you got fifteen thousand people in the stands and it's that quiet, that's an issue. You know, like oh, those yeah. guys feel like because the ref steps in because he knows like this is like or the crowd will go, you know, fucking bullshit, man. And then they go separate them. Yeah. You know, like they separate them and shit. But it's like <laughs> when you were probably playing lacrosse or something and you get that goal or like you're running and you hear go Mike, go <laughs> and you're just like <laughs> like I'll never forget Mike. This is a true story. So uh, I only saw Mike play a couple times, but it, I th I don't remember where we were going. I think we were going to some place in New Hampshire. It could yeah. have been Mass. It but was New Hampshire. Yeah, we were going to New Hampshire and Mike gets out there, dude. This is fucking crazy. So we're late. We're like 20 minutes late. Yeah, we showed up late. Mike, Mike gets in the game, gets the fucking ball and just fucking scores like takes it he just like the first play right it, it like, was like that scene from the uh what's that wedding movie uh no the american wedding. pie what do you mean you remember an american pie they put across yeah it was like that scene sean <laughs> that's how i visited it in my head no dude it, well i mean i can't remember i do remember the lacrosse scene vaguely but i just never forget sitting there and that feeling though Oh, like, it just looked like Mike was the shit. Like, Mike stepped in. Mike's like, hey, what's up? Here I am. Fucking, I don't know how you got the ball. Whatever happened. But then you just fucking take off. And you see him. Like, and he's just running with, like, he's, like, flipping his wrist, Cradle. dude. Cradling. And then you yeah. come up. You're like, what? Dude, that was a cool moment, though. That, that was, was so cool. You know? It was a cool moment when I was a kid. Yeah, but that's, that's the, I guess it's that same feeling, though. Like, that cheering, that. That, it wow, is. No, know? It's, it's energy transference. Like it actually is a real thing, and you can feel it. Oh, yeah. it's just like it's just like when you're standing in a room and you're you've just had an argument with somebody or something, and you all you both have to stand there because you're like at a party no. or somebody else's yeah. house. Just that you feel it, right? You feel it in the air, literally. Oh right? yeah. It's the same yeah. thing with a, a positive feeling. It's the same thing. Like, and then you get fucking juice and you get charged and you're like, oh, we're yeah. we're off now, dude. Yeah. I would love performing if it was like a good time. Like a good one, you have to. Dude, do, it takes like two years before it's fun. <laughs> Not with that I'll, feeling. I'm saying I would love that feeling. If that would be like a cool feeling, dude. Like you talking like you step out on stage. It's just like Mike, Mike, Mike. Yeah, that would be awesome. Mike, yeah, you want to skip to the good part. You want to skip. <laughs> Mike, to the, you want to stop all that time where everybody thought you sucked and everybody told you to give up, and then a, a year later they're like, you know, dude, actually, you guys are pretty good. I'm like, go oh, fuck yourself, dude, man. I, I don't know what is it. What is this name from? But this would be Mike's name's band. His band name would be Dirty Mike and the Boys. I don't know. That's from something, <laughs> oh, right? That's from uh, the other guys. Yeah, but you'd be Dirty Mike. The and other guys. Is that a movie? Yeah. Yeah, the one with Will Ferrell and yeah, uh, they're cops and Mark Wahlberg. Oh Mark yeah, Wahlberg. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He, they're the yeah, guys yeah. that steal Will Ferrell's car and have sex in it. Oh yes, the homeless like, guys. Yeah, like it hey, is. we're gonna go listen to some nice NPR. Yeah. yeah. 
Just you guys hanging out, listening to talk radio. Yeah. We will have sex uh, in your car again. It will happen. Finger in each other's buttholes. Uh, no, but just imagine the feeling if you're like a giant rock star. Oh, man, dude. Yeah. And That's you have like... Dream. You have like 100,000 people just... <sighs> That's why like, those you know, people feel invincible. Like that's why they feel like they're other than because of that amount of attention just on you. Like it's yeah, intense. It's crazy. That's intense, man. Well, so, and this is this is the I think the interesting thing. Uh, I think we all all fall levy to it. But you look at someone famous and you kind of dehumanize them in a way. You 100%. know, like oh that that guy he he's he doesn't really give a shit. You know, blah blah. blah. But like those people have feelings and shit. And when you see. Like Kurt Cobain, right? Like the fame, the fame was too much. Like it was too much attention for him, and he he couldn't handle it. That's what the rumor, you know, the the speculation. I guess like he talked about it. Yeah, right. No, I don't think you know, he like, li- he didn't like the recognizability of being famous, but he also had tons of other problems. I mean, he he was a drug addict before he was famous, and right. then that just exacerbated it because now you're a famous rock star, you have access to the stuff. You're yeah. not out there trying to get it. People are bringing it to you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I just think I think it's pretty it's pretty cool. It would probably be a, a lot of fun, but I think someone like Dave Grohl is a really good example of how to continue and to grow oh. and to like you know he's a dad like he's he but he's a rocker still but he's like done it really well I think yeah, as far as I think he, he, he can compartmentalize his life and I yeah. think he ha- he seems a much more like down to earth guy and he just likes music and he likes playing music obviously but it's also yeah, I think, loves that it's like a, it's a job you know it's his job but when did he become like big because well, i feel like nirvana. You, well he was in nirvana oh. and then the food fighters but the, the food fighters were only a couple years after nirvana stopped because yeah. Cobain killed himself. i mean that's like what like 97 learn to fly remember that song yeah I yeah. mean, they got pretty and uh, pretty cool about Dave Grohl. Ironically, he he didn't really know how to play guitar. He didn't know, like he didn't. He just he compared. He learned. I I don't know if he taught himself exactly, but the way he said it, because he's a drummer by by trade. I mean, this guy is a great drummer. I mean, he was in Nirvana. He's been in them Crooked Vultures, Queens of Stone he, Age. He, yeah, he was in Queens of the Stone Age. He, he's in all album. these great bands, you know, like as a drummer specifically. Yeah. And then Tenacious is D. It, Tenacious D, yeah, yeah with Jack the, Black. He's the drummer on the album. He's the credited drummer. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like he, he's got this great storied career, but this fucking guy, man, loves what he does. Like love, like so. The cool documentary. I, I recommend everyone to check. It's called Sound City, mm-hmm. um, and it's about the studio from like where uh, Fleetwood Mac. Mike, you love Fleetwood Mac, right? Yeah. You're like, yeah, Fleetwood Mac like recorded in this studio and all these great bands. And dude, it was just like a fucking hole, dude beat the shit everything's broken you know but it had this famous soundboard where like all the paul mccartney like all these great guys recorded and he actually like the whole place was decrepit and falling apart and he went in like and bought it bought the soundboard and put it in his house yeah and like restored it so that it can continue to make music he's a purist and i respect that so um fuck yeah i mean that's what all those guys are like especially that dave grohl like kind of the circles he runs in like you know i know some people know this, but Queens of the Stone Age is my favorite working band right now. My favorite like rock band, and uh, he's good friends with all those guys, and that's how they all are. They kind of eat, breathe, live this stuff. Yeah, but they're all older now. They all have families. They all have crazy shit. But 
Yeah, because I feel like if I became famous now, it would handle it a lot better. If I was like 19, I would be fucking gone, man. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think most that happens to a lot of people. You just, yeah, that's what I mean. That attention so young, so fast, and then nobody's telling you no anymore, and you're yeah. underdeveloped, and you oh, don't know. Oh, my goodness. I'll dick be about a sh- you don't know dick about a shit. Dick about a shit. <laughs> I'll be on CNN. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys uh, did you guys hear about that country musician that got caught saying the N-word on TikTok or something? You no. know what I mean? And, and, like so he so he was this pretty low tier country like no one really knew I didn't know who he was, you know, he's not Garth Brooks, right? And okay. he he got caught saying the N-word in a in a negative context for sure. Like he said like like damn, in a Hulk, damn. Yeah, I was going to say like in a Hulk Hogan way where he's like <laughs> yeah. N-words, man. Yeah. Fucking N-words. For pretty much, and he was really drunk, and he said it right, yeah. and uh, obviously didn't bode well for him. But then his, his songs like went into number one on iTunes, and like number one to like because people wanted to hear it and see what he was talking about. Yeah. And, and this guy, you know, uh, I think he's like twenty two or twenty three, and you're like, damn, dude, like you got put in a spot, like you got put in a fucking spot. You did, you said some dumb shit. You're an idiot, but at the same time, you're like, you're fucking twenty two, man. Think about, if, and this is the greatest like threat i think of like the social media like dude i don't know if it's good to even be on there dude why would you want a record for when you're an idiot like when you're dumb well just yeah and it's and also i think now the landscape actually encourages people to be self-censorious like people don't just it's you know twitter back in like 2010 was a pretty edgy place a lot of edgy even even people that are now social justice warriors because now they're all getting fired retroactively for things they did when they were teenagers yeah, uh, like you know even they were edge lords everybody because it was just fucking internet culture it's the zeitgeist of the time everybody was trying to be edgy and cool and whatever um but now and i know we've talked about this at least on zoobox live anything you've ever done is now static now, oh shit! Now you're just waiting for somebody to find it and act yeah. as if you just did it, even if you did it ten years ago, and like, then ask you, tell you you need what, to what, apologize. What about on MySpace? Because I wrote some horrible messages to my sister's boyfriend one time on MySpace <laughs> when I was like thirteen. New I think you'll be okay. I New think you'll be okay. <laughs> I, I, I think it's one of those things where you know I'm I never, at least as it stands today, I don't think I've ever said anything like absolutely unreasonable or crazy i was never i wasn't into edgelord yeah, me, me neither i wasn't an edgelord on like i have friends man he actually got in trouble in the military for posting some like edgy shit like sexist shit not yeah. like racist you know whatever he was posting like these dirty you know memes and stuff like talking shit about people and blah 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 and he got in, like kind of like not in big trouble but they he had a talking to like hey like that's not okay um I thank God I never really got involved in that because knowing me, if I got like a like into it, I probably would have went harder than a lot of people knowing myself. So I, I'm yeah, I never fortunate. did anything like that. Well, I think people yeah. don't you think people kind of get addicted to the rush of the negative attention they get. Like you post like a like a edgy an edge lord meme, or you post something like sexist from. Are you talking about today? No, like I'm today saying I, I agree, no. but back then probably no, people I, didn't I, no, shit, right? I would say even back then because they like. <laughs> the fight they like to argue with people they yeah, like to put it out there to provoke <laughs> to provoke the, people well that's true and yeah. i i agree with you but that was the general like under consensus of the internet right like everyone was Up kind of trumping that was it stopped at trump because now everybody had to be very virtuous because you couldn't be like trump because trump is a symptom 
of that kind of mindset in some ways. And whether you think that's a good thing or a bad thing, that's just the kind of meme. Dude. That's why he was so, he, I think he caught on with the internet, you know, it was, it was yeah. especially with the edge Lords of the internet and the memers, because he gave them so much material. And he, in a lot of ways is a walking meme. Like he yeah. is <laughs> every yeah. press conference, everything. There's always something to isolate and make a meme out of. He says outlandish things. People loved it, but that was kind of, <laughs> like you said, that was just the culture of the time. But nowadays, now that culture has shifted a little bit, and because of Trump, like you know, there's a certain people that run these social media companies and stuff. Now it's all about being virtuous and being moral you, and upstanding citizens. And you're like, okay, well, guys. <laughs> well, do you really think that was the catalyst? Was Trump? <clears throat> yeah, I think. Well, at least that election. Yeah, and then when Trump won, they just doubled down on that. They just doubled well, down on it. In my, in my. Uh, my belief would be, I think it was the, so it's like with academia and with the things that they were like, CRT had been a while, around for a while, you know, I think for at least a, a little while, like that was up and coming probably like 2012, oh, so you know, for a long time then. But, yeah, you, but like, I'm yeah. talking about like a lot of places were teaching it. A lot of the, like the, the, these good schools were really leaning into the social justice angle, the yeah, anti-racist angle. I don't know when it started, but I just if you can imagine 2012, let's say that's where like the peak was, there's always going to be a delay. Like it's like it, because people have to graduate and then yeah. they enter the workforce. So I think it was probably more or less lined up with what they were teaching and obviously Trump and everything that happened with the election. Yeah, um, definitely a confluence of events, but I do think like on a long enough timeline, it was inevitable that it would we would get here. But Trump, I think, probably expedited that because people felt like a moral obligation to suddenly it gave them a reason to implement these ideas in a way. Like it, right? it went from not being like this is funny, Trump is running, ha 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 ha, to like oh crap, <laughs> like yeah. we joked. They literally memed him into office almost. Yeah, like within meme, reason. Meme magic. Definitely a lot of his support on the internet, a lot of like how he had such a wide reach, uh, especially with the internet, which is, you know. And because of Hillary. Well, and everybody hated Hillary, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if but there was, was a better candidate. He was able to develop a base of support that was very activated, like very into him. And not to mention, Hillary should not have been the, the Democratic candidate. Like, it was supposed to be Bernie, but they screwed Bernie. That's another thing. That's another reason why Trump won is because a bunch of dis disenfranchised Bernie people went and voted for Trump because mm -hmm. they hated yeah. Hillary that much. Well, and, a lot of people hated Hillary. No, I know. But like when you talk about the mainstream, like line tone Democrats, you know, like a lot of them, the they were going for Hillary. Like that's who they wanted, you know. Uh, but when they fucked over Bernie, they fucked over Bernie Sanders, the Democratic National Conven Convention, like they screwed him on purpose. They made it so that Hillary. They made it so Hillary could could be the nominee. And they and, did it again. They did it and they, they did it. They did it this last time. They all ganged up. They all ganged up. Like, yeah. think about this, dude. Tulsi Gabbard had one like delegate, right? And running up to be the nominee, and Kamala had none. Kamala had none. Bernie had a good bit, but then Warren and all these people and Buttigieg, they all dumped their votes into Biden. That's pretty much like they gave them their support. They dumped their votes into Biden. Biden had become yeah. It happened uh, right after was it North Carolina, the primary? Like yeah, because they yeah. all dropped out uh, within like two days. 
Well, yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty well, Booty Judge obvious. and uh, what's her name? Klobuchar. Klobuchar. War. Warren was the last one because Warren yeah. was like, "I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not. No, I deserve yeah. a seat at the table. My native sisters, come. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Are you in college God. debt? Vote for me. Did you did did you guys see how? Uh, I know Mike. You probably didn't. You know who Stephen Crowder is, right, Mike? Yeah. Did you see how he got like completely obliterated on? <clears throat> Twitter for the black farmer stuff? No. Sean? Uh, I know of this, but I didn't really look at it because I just knew it was another thing where they're just taking a 30-second clip. and. Well, like, and, and like, you know, I've, I've watched a few people's interpretations of what they felt, you know, all different uh, avenues, and I came to a certain possible what what happened so basically they were making this 5.2 billion dollars or something of this last stimulus bill is going to minority owned farmers mm -hmm. like that's what it is and he was joke making these you know jokes they were jokes they were yeah uh, you can I mean, argue in good taste or not whatever um and basically using like black voice was what he was doing right he does like, but he, he literally I'm gonna does. go plant me a hennessy tree <laughs> he, yeah and he, like you he know does it all the he does that all the time he, no so people made people made super cuts of like an hour <laughs> of him doing it or something but it's kind of disingenuous i mean he's just being an edgy comedian like that and he's doing it on purpose because he knows it provokes like attention i think that video and, got removed is that the guy that says? Does he like sit out in front and like yep. ask people? Change my mind. Yeah, change, change my, my mind. mind. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not like a huge Steven Crowder person. I don't really yeah. regularly watch his stuff or anything. Is he but, a comedian? Um, he cl yeah. he claims to be one. I <laughs> well, he's got Dave Lando. Who's Yo, actually he's gotten out, better. Funny. Steven Crowder um, has gotten better than he was like a few years ago. A few years ago, he had like this weird nervous energy, and he. Acted as if a per he was a person that thought he was much funnier than he actually was, but he seems like he's kind of settled in. Where if you're into what he's selling, like I think he does a pretty good job. Like, yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know he was a comedian. I thought he was like a talk show kind he of is. like. Well, he he, is, but he, he's more yeah. comedic. He's not like serious. Like Ben Shapiro is like, you know. Oh like, yeah, I thought he was like Ben Shapiro yeah, kind they, of. They, they sell it as like a late night talk show that's on in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Like okay. it, it, it's and it's okay and and honestly you know some of the stuff they have on there they have interesting guests every now and then it's not too bad um but definitely the more comedic right that is where they they fall. But he doesn't do part. like stand up. Yeah, he does. Well, he uh, used to. He, he hasn't uh, done. I don't think he's done it in like a decade. But yeah, and okay. you know, he, I it's it's really surprising to me that people were so offended. Like, I can understand why. Quote, I can. But like then again, comedy is supposed. To, it's okay for comedy to be offensive. Like that's what it's supposed to. Yeah. be. It's supposed to be well, shocking. He's a also bit. Just, he's also just utilizing really dumb stereotypes that right. Anybody like on the other end of the spectrum, like nobody's gonna have a problem with somebody using some dumb stereotype well, I, about. I, well, I Asian people think... now, Asian people do listen. We lost them. We're not allowed to make fun of them anymore. Yeah. It's happened. And we've been talking about this since Zubox started. Like, what do we have left? <laughs> well, guess what, guys? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, French, the well, French. I, I think, I think uh, someone, someone brought up a good point, and I was like, you know what, man? Like, this is like true though. Like, think, imagine if you're in the middle, like you're a, an African American. You don't really like the Democrats. You're not really sure about the Republican. You grew up with conservative values. You know, whatever. And then you see that clip of like I can understand like I can understand people's framework when they said this like you see that clip and you're like wow like that's kind of fucked up like if you never heard of the guy 
Like, yeah, right. Like you never yeah, heard of. You could take anything out of its context, and it sounds awful. I agree. Like, I yeah. agree. I'm just saying, being trying to be unbiased and just say I could understand. Like that's not why. It's a joke. Personally, I get it. I'm just saying, but it's like, damn, dude. Like you're losing people. That could be good for the party. Like it's good for the for the quote unquote movement to want well, to have people in, and that well, should be able to take a joke for sure. We lost. Oh, we, lo- we lost. Oh my God. I'm sure he'll be back. But no, I I agree. But I I do think like it, you got to be savvy enough at this point to like understand when you see things in isolation like that that generally it's not the full context or story. Right. And also, um, the kinds of people that get out- outraged about those things probably would just be outraged anyways. I I don't. Well, I think I'm it's not, just I'm it's just saying, the outrage du jour. Like it's I'm, the thing of the day. That's why yeah, I didn't really pay attention, man. I'm not saying outraged. I'm just saying being like, well, fuck that. Like, that's not what I want to be a part of. And, and that's not even being outraged. It's just like, and, and then again, you have to put the responsibility on the individual to go do research, to look at these people and like to actually investigate. But I'm just saying for catching people that are, n- are definitely don't want to be a Democrat and definitely don't want to be like a part of that movement. They're right. going, they're looking at this and you see someone like Steven Crowder. I can understand people being, you know, not down with that. No, I can. I, I mean, I can from like if you're like a normie and you just see it and you're like, oh, that's off putting. Yeah. Like, I get, I get that, but at the same time, like, I wouldn't push too hard because I don't want people, especially comedians, artists, whatever, to feel like they have to self censor to pander to people. Like, I wouldn't want anyone to do that. So right. I think you you just got to take it as it comes. That's a consequence of doing that kind of comedy. Is like you're gonna be out there. You're putting yourself on a limb oh, a little bit. Yeah, and I don't and think people would be saying shit. Is. You know, like, no one talks about Dave Chappelle talking shit about white people. Like, I get it. Like, you're right. Like, I think we all, and we should be able to, to use stereotypes in comedy and, and in art. Like, that's the whole, that's, they're generally somewhat accurate in it, and, and, uh, in, in some ways, you know? Well, there's broad strokes to everything, right? Yeah. And to even talk about something, a lot of times, you got to talk oh about it. You got to talk about it in broad strokes. Otherwise, you're going to get so steep the minutia, you're never going to get anywhere. So that's where things like you know stereotypes are usually utilized as a tool. When you're a kid, it's used to kind of teach you about other cultures. You learn mostly about their stereotypes first, right? If you, even if you go back and watch old Sesame Street, you know they go to China. They're like, hey, they're making noodles, and they're and here's their circus ballet people. You know, like here's mm-hmm. the martial arts. Like that's when you're a kid, you learn that stuff, and then. You learn the broad strokes, yeah. You learn the broad strokes, and comedy utilizes those things because it's something that everybody knows, everybody's aware of, they can envision it in their minds. Like, you know, that's what... And and I get that. I'm not not advocating for people to self-censor. I'm just saying be aware of your platform and what what your message is. That's all. Like, think about... Like, I would just say if I was had 5 million people or whatever, you would be like, hey, like, I, I want more people to... You want to catch that, catch those broader strokes. You want to catch those people that maybe wouldn't normally listen to your ideas. And that's, and I'm just saying, sometimes that can throw people off. That's all. I know, but isn't comedy like supposed to be a little edgy? It is, it, and I agree. I think I don't. Maybe Stephen Crowder is not the best representation of that. Obviously, but. well, it's just like a, you know, do we want to stop people from telling 9/11 jokes? Like do when, like, like you know, what I'm saying there's a lot of things that are offensive, and I'm not. And you can do anything could be offensive to somebody, especially in the modern era. Like it almost just doesn't fucking matter. Like you can't yeah. please everybody, so it's almost like why try? 
But you have to also keep in mind, like when people clip these things, whether it's Steven Crowder or not, whether it's anybody, they do it to tons of people. Well, I, I think it's, it's also it's it, opportunistic. It's meant to frame it in a way that's yeah. kind of not honest. And well, uh, that's true. But even if you listen to the whole thing in context, like he really doesn't go into detail, like about what. The, so he's making five point two billion dollars going to you know uh, uh, minority farmers. Or black farm. He was saying black farmers, and that's just yeah. not true. That's not what the five point two billion dollar. It's going to. It is going to minorities, all yes. Hispanic, Asian, Native American. I think I. I thought and, I. I think I saw a part of that episode. I thought they talked about that in the lead up to him going in. Cause, like, I, I don't. I don't pay close attention. Like sometimes <laughs> I just will put it on and I'll. I'll maybe like, maybe maybe I didn't. I don't remember because I watched like the ten minute clip. I don't remember him <laughs> doing that, but. I think some people did point that out, you know, but then again, like who gives a shit? I'm just saying, I thought it would be, I think it would be interesting if you're trying to be a political commentator, because that's mainly what he is before he's a comedian, I would say. Like he's more political than funny. Sure. And I would, I wouldn't disagree with that, but then we have to like, I, I think it's like just a, a standard that then then needs to be applied across the board. Like if if then are we gonna hold Trevor Noah to that stuff? Like I don't like the things Trevor Noah says. I don't like the jokes he makes, but I don't care that he does it. Like I don't give a shit. No, like, it's not that I care. I'm just saying being meta and thinking bigger about like if you have a political movement that you're a part of. Yeah, I understand what you're like, saying. Like you're trying to get the widest breadth of people. That's all I'm saying. And some of that could and like I'm I'm just saying some of that could turn think, people off. Yeah, but that's like more of like a, I guess like what the Daily Wire is doing. Like they're more conscious of that, and they're more conscious of their commentary. And that's are sense. they but, really though? But I mean, well, although gosh. like you take somebody like one of the people that's on Daily Wire, Matt Walsh, the Catholic guy, the uh -huh. super Catholic dude. I mean, he mm -hmm. says inflammatory shit all the time, like about and people do the same thing. Where yeah, they, they take it out of context. They do whatever, blah blah blah. And it's yeah. honestly all it does is probably make those guys more popular. <laughs> no, and, and it, it probably does. I'm just, I, I, I don't know. Like, this is the, this is the issue I have. So, did you guys see the video of Biden falling down? He was walking up the stairs to the Air, for Air Force One, and then he like stumbled like two or three times. Yeah, I think three People, times. Like, yeah. Well, like in a row, it's secession. Like he, he tried to ate. catch his footing. Almost ate. Yeah, he, he almost <laughs> fell down this bitch, dude. Like if he, like he honestly, for all those like grabbing kids, it was his grabbing kids' hands so he could hold onto the rail. Like yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, um, See, that's a joke. Everyone can laugh at that. Uh, but I, I just sitting here, and everyone's doing the same. Like, why are we talking about this? He fucking slipped. It's an odd. Like, no, and I, I'm not talking about the the legacy media. I'm just talking about everyone on the right. Why does it fucking matter? Because they're doing it. A lot of not everybody, but I guarantee you, a lot of people are like, "These are your rules, and this is how we're going to do it now." I know, but hey, it it's is awful. so dumb. It's fucking awful. But well, it's the same thing the quartering said, right? Like we, you were, we were talking about last night about the Zack Snyder situation. He's like, "Why are you being drama queens about this? Like, you are fucking ruining a relationship or doing whatever." Like this is not the message. This is not what you. <laughs> this is not what we should be doing. And when I'm sitting there, like, talk about policy. Talk about but, fucking yeah, the laws yeah, but, are trying to pass. But, but this is the problem, though. It's it. People are interested in things on a cultural level now. Like people, it's like really will fucking tune you out. That you know why is Tucker Carlson the most popular person on cable news? Because this is what he talks about. He talks about cultural stuff. He talks about those kinds of movements. He talks to those kinds of people that are interested about that stuff. Very rarely is he ever going to do a deep dive on some sort of policy measure. He does occasionally. He mixes it in there. 
on the, the few times that I watch him. I don't watch him all the time, but I watch him every night, baby. <laughs> but but that's really what his focus is because that's what gets the eyeball. And well, unfortunately, I mean, and this is something because uh, I've been listening to lately. I just started listening to like some Daily Wire stuff again, just to kind of check in. Got to check in every couple months or whatever, see what the temperature <laughs> is. And they're just like. Well, now we're at a point where it's like we might have to just go start playing in the shit because when we don't play in the shit, we, we kind of cede territory and then we just lose. And then it only takes a matter of time before they they take the ground, the cultural ground. So it's mm-hmm. kind of a weird time in terms of like that, the culture war fight or whatever. And people are almost being encouraged to be like, hey, these are your rules. I guess you're fucked. Sorry. Mike Cernovich started this kind of shit a couple years ago. I mean, he's the guy that was all about trying to get James Gunn fired from Disney and kicked off of Twitter. Like Mike Cernovich was the architect of that. He started this shit years ago, and Sion. a lot of a lot of people are yeah, a lot of people are kind of following suit to that. And uh, I don't know if it's a good thing or Michael bad. Malice. Well, he doesn't advocate for cancel shit, canceling people, but he'll shit on people for sure. I don't know, Mike. What do you, what are your thoughts on this, man? Like, do you think we should be getting in the trenches? Because, like, you know, like, doing, like, making the Joe Biden slipping a big deal. Like, is that important? I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah, but what do you think is, okay, how do we defend ourselves, like, as a conservative or in this culture war? Honestly, man, I just just stopped caring. People are getting too sensitive for me. Well, well, do you think we're conservatives? Or are we, like, center-right? Are we conservatives? I would say we're conservatives for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you know. believe in do you believe in a border? Well, come on. I'm I'm talking about in the more traditional sense. I mean, I I guess. Are you conservative? Like, you, I'm you not going to. I I don't want to cede territory to people. And be like, well, hey man, you're, now you're a right person because you just think there should be a border. Like, I'm not going to play no, that game. Well, with people. that is that is the. Paul, that is the platform. That was, but that was a left wing platform for fucking years. What are you talking about? It's, right. It's it's that's that's they're they're conflating <laughs> it to be that like oh you you think we should have a strong border you fucking fascist. Well, right, like, but that's yeah, my point. Like that, that that makes you a conservative though in the modern sense. Like that is a modern conservative. Well, people would lump you in with that because you might ha- have that belief. Well, okay, Sean, do you believe in? I definitely the believe in the border. Well, okay, but like it's like this. I, I think. Conservation. That's what con- the you know keyword is. With conservative. Like, do you believe in like conserving American culture and like American society, like where we came from, like really teaching the people the history of the United States, not some fabricated sixteen nineteen project? Like that sure. is progressivism. Yeah, but there's also a, there is a there is a middle ground to that because even if you were to go too far right and if you start looking into the way they talk about history and the legacy of the country, that's not honest either. Yeah, like, but that's he, not conservatism. That's nationalism or well, ultra-nationalism yeah. or yeah, yeah, I guess that would be like, yeah, American exceptionalism, nationalism, they kind of reframe things in that Chauvinism. way. But, but like, uh, I don't know. I, I just don't know if it's it's appropriate to like just give over to them because they you've we've decided to allow other people to label us a certain way because we have like some right-leaning beliefs. Well, do you want to identify yourself, Sean? You want to come out? I'm a you want to self-identify? I identify as a popsicle. I'm in the pool party. I'm in the pool party. I guess yeah. I would. I, I yeah. I probably would say I'm a conservative. Well, it, it just goes like, how how can we sit here and act like Judeo-Christian values didn't form this country? Like you would not be the person you are today. Your morals, son, would not be that way. The way you are, probably, 
without being involved in the church. So a lot of your morals were developed and honed in by your upbringing and what you were experienced. But even you even look at like someone like Bill Maher. I was listening to Tim Pool and they were talking about this. I can't remember who was talking. And it was a good point. It's like Bill Maher is an atheist, but his entire life was surrounded by Judeo and Christian values. Like our whole entire system was built yes, off of those yes, ideals yeah. of individual yeah. freedom and treat each other with with you know. You understand, you understand the tenets of principle and the fact that the principles are not always easy to accomplish or right. easy to live by. That's something that is, I think, definitely ingrained. And in when you're, if you grow up like Catholic or Jewish or whatever, <coughs> Hindu, Muslim, but even like, the lack thereof is what I mean. Though you could be grow up in an atheist family, and your morals are still derivative of the culture, which is well, because the culture is yeah, it's, it's developed from there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, Time. even go, go, but, to, you know, go to the Middle but, East, bro. They don't got yeah, the same fucking values, bro. No, they don't. But like, if you it's, but go, you can go crazy. back to the founding fathers. You go back to like Thomas Jefferson. He was an atheist, <clears> but what he said was, and this is kind of, I guess, where I fall in my life. Is when he died, like, he he submitted to God. Just let so you know. Well, he <laughs> might have. But when he was writing, when he was doing his writings and stuff, is more like political. I'm just kidding. I really, I really don't know that. I'm just. Saying. I don't know that. I, think, I don't know. I think I know George. Wa George Washington definitely did. Yeah, George Washington did. Yeah, he was Christian or something. I know he had a thing for the Virgin Mary. At the, Mary or whatever. At, the yeah. at the end, but like at no, the but end so, he became a Catholic. But Thomas Jefferson had the idea, though. He's just like he's like uh, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's a it's a good place to learn things from. Like that's how he felt about the Bible. That's how he felt about Christianity. He was like ah, uh, you know, Moral, <clears throat> like, you know, that's not like necessarily for me, but it's our it's our modern myth guidepost moral thing. Like it's well, and that's and it's what it's good for, honestly. Whether well, the, you believe the, it or not. But what what is the so the so this is really interesting. I I believe I'm not like obviously a uh, theological theologian. I think is the right word theologian. But just talking to like Muslims uh, and working closely with them and how they view religion uh you I mean you definitely have your you know laissez-faire muslims you know of course yeah you know, ramadan comes around there'll be a little you know they're like they, there's some like guys that are hardcore of course and it's just turkey which is a very like progressive muslim country compared to something like iran or saudi arabia or whatever um but christians value individualism like that is the point that's what it should be like that's the idea is that it's your journey to heaven it's your journey your choices your free will you know it's yeah. all about you because it's modeled really. after christ which is taking individual responsibility and you know i'm being a baller dying for some sin um but i, I and you look at like muslim <laughs> culture is definitely more collectivism so like it's more about the family and the unit so like if in, in a way such as uh if you so like there's this fam I think she was from Yemen, but Yemen or, or Lebanon, one of those countries, she divorced her husband. She was put in jail for divorcing divorcing her husband, right? Like yeah. in jail. Uh for doing that. So she spent six months in jail. She got out and her father beat her to death with a rock. Then yeah. when she came home. Yeah. And then like like this is like the story is so startling because the guy literally hands covered in blood like face like like you know whatever he like sits down and his wife serves him tea mm -hmm. like she can't you they have no autonomy women in in most majority like strong uh strict muslim culture so they, it's very like you dishonored the family 
you deserve to die. Mm -hmm. Like Christians will be like, you're going to hell. You know, we also have to remember there, there <laughs> well, was the. I was going to say was, now, now maybe like a couple hundred years ago, they're like, "What if we burn you?" You like that was yeah, that was the Inquisition, <laughs> and and also uh, you know, I, I mean, obviously the church went through their, uh, their uh, dictator authoritarian time as well, and that was also due to man though. Those weren't the teachings; those were manipulations. Most people couldn't read back then. Most people couldn't, you know, like you weren't allowed to read the Bible if you weren't a priest and shit, you know. And yeah, or I know. you couldn't read because of Latin. It was in Latin and everything. So I think I just think it's that's what our, our entire society was built upon. And why are we trying to push push that away? Like get rid of that? Well, because stuff. because so well, it, it's there, but it's not even getting rid of the idea of being like religious or ideological, right? It's it's just it's just replacing it with a secular religion that has no grounding. So it's just this pre or this postmodern kind of concept of nothing means anything, and then people you what you're seeing people are f lost. People don't grow up as fast as they used to. There's a lot of depression that goes on. For sure. I mean, people just feel unmoored because if you know, religion automatically gives you a binding agent. It automatically comes built in with like a community. Even uh, there's a lot of things that are good about it. Like I, you know, I would never, I would never say that there isn't. You know? <laughs> But I think people are still trying to fill that void, and they try to fill it with other things. They just nowadays it's become like this kind of, for some people, like this woke shit is literally their religion. It's yeah. about virtue. It's about sin. It's about mm -hmm. morality for them, and that's why they take it so seriously. It's just as fucking intense as if you were to go talk to a, like a really hardcore Catholic person. It's just yeah. as intense. You're held to this that kind of almost impossible standard. You know, that's, you know, we talked about last week, we talked about growing up at St. Benedict Center for a little bit, right? Those people talk about a standard that none of them live up to, well, but, they they will but they will judge you as if they do. And that is yeah. fucked up. And that's the same thing you see with a lot of these kind of movements <laughs> online and in academia yeah. and whatnot. Once you, know? once you make the standards too difficult, nobody's going to be able to live up to them in anything. Whatever we're talking about this social justice stuff or religions, once you make them too strict, you can't, nobody can live like that. Well, nobody can live like that without being expected to stumble. Like you have to live, leave room for people to fail and to be able to come back and redeem Redemption. themselves. Right. Like yeah. you need those things. And, and that does not exist in woke in the wokeness there in the secular. No yeah. The, the secular world, they're just like, Oh no, we'll just disappear you because and the fact that it all happens mostly online, it so dehumanizes people. Like they don't even do you, think of that person anymore. They're just like, "Oh, you're just you're bad," and we're gonna we're gonna excise you, you, and then I'm never gonna think about you again. Do you think that I? I mean, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. Should it matter? Should what? Should matter? you being canceled off the internet? Like, not that I agree with it. Obviously, I disagree with it. But I'm saying, should that? Should your identity be? And this is an issue that we've seen. I believe. Over the last uh, uh, fifteen years, ten years, whatever, however long social media has been around, but it's everyone feels like their identity is attached to okay. the internet. If it was, it, there's a couple things. If you are making money from it, then yeah, I would have a problem with it. But if they just like canceled me right now, like social media doesn't really provide any income for me. But if I was higher profile, or mm -hmm. if we were, and then we got canceled, 
let's say we were a big podcast, then we got canceled, then I would have a problem with it, obviously. Yeah, then we we, we would care. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, no, what I'm saying is that makes sense. You know, it's your business. It's, your, it's how you make your money. But how many but, people are getting canceled that are just lower oh, a that lot. aren't making a any lot, money? Of it? A, a, a lot. A lot. A lot. Th- tens of thousands. Like, because it's not more. Like a lot of the people that get canceled that we know about are like famous people in Twitter in some way doesn't give them money but helps promote them. Yeah, it's a vehicle for promotion. Yeah, like revenue. Promotion. Yeah. It's not directly. No, but, no, but it gives you notoriety and yeah. it people will buy your books if you have a lot of followers. <clears throat> yeah, it's part, of, it's part of the system that's in place for like the marketplace of the internet. Like these social media is like a necessary evil for a lot of people that do business well, online. And, and and that's true, and, and I, I I understand that, but we have to find. Like I I think it's I mean I'm talking about more like normal people. I guess. Well, how many normal people? Well, get it canceled? only it only matters when things like uh, process servers and banks and shit like that yes. when they start canceling you, then it matters. And a lot of times they will do it under the pretext that you have you're a Nazi. You wrote yeah, something. Yeah, I, you yeah. wrote something bad on Facebook. And now we know about you because somebody wrote a story about you. And uh, now we're going to not let you bank with us because we don't want to be associated ha- with hate. That that happens a lot? It ha- it not, I don't wouldn't say it happens a lot. but A handful I know of it times has, it's happened. It it's has happened. happened. Handful like the so like normal power. people, low-profile yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, low-profile, maybe not, but normal people. So like Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, was they had a GoFundMe for him. And they turned it off. GoFundMe said no. Oh, okay. You can't, you can't raise. It had like already a million dollars. Like, <laughs> nope, can't have it or whatever. And they gave like a bunch of money back, as far as I know. Uh, I'm not sure. But then they went to another one, like another type of GoFundMe type website. It was like uh-huh. a Christian one. And then Mastercard and Visa wouldn't. Those Process are the two main the credit. Money. They would not allow them people to go use their own money and give it to them. They said, nope, you can't give that yeah. person money. That's a problem. When yeah. we have like our banking institutions and stuff like that, like a, a drawing ideological lines, it's nobody's fucking business. You're allowed Dude. to be an asshole. You're allowed what to be an asshole in this country. Fucking That's just the uh, way it goes. Like, Bank of America. Do you see what they did after the Capitol insurrection shit? Yeah, they gave the FBI uh, information based on who had used ATMs in the area. Mike. Oh, Mike, wow. Mike, Mike, they, not just ATMs. Who got Airbnb? <clears throat> wherever you used your credit card or your account, whatever that was attached. Yeah. They gave so if you were in that area, they gave your name and all the things you did to the FBI. Yeah, and, and the FBI and, ended and up going to, uh, to going to so, somebody's house that wasn't there. See, yeah. here's here's the problem I have with those kind of things, because well, obviously, well, if you read through the fine print of like Bank of America, like when you sign up, yeah. they'll say, "Oh, well, you signed it. You you signed that you we were allowed yeah. to do this." So but let, hold on, but let me just say something. All these companies, all these things, they want you to sign something when you sign up to their app, when you sign up for their bank. And it's like normal people can't fucking read pages of this shit and understand it. There needs to be something where it needs to be like in layman terms, what the fuck you're signing. Because when I sign up for stuff, I have no idea what the fuck I'm signing. Well, yeah. You'll read it and you'll be like, okay, I got to look up this word. Okay. And it'll take fucking two days to read something like that. Yeah, I mean, I I think that actually be a good idea. Like, have like you have to have the first page has to be like, like the six things that you're absolutely agreeing to. Like, we're selling your data. 
We're yeah. you know giving your geolocation. We're you know and, and don't and use any like big fancy words. Just yeah, yeah, just simple simple stuff. And I think that would be fair. And I, I think that maybe that is something they should do. Um, it'd probably expose a lot of these companies. But when you talk about Bank of America giving out citizens private banking information with They're no not allowed warrant, to do that? no. It's your private information. It's yeah. your – you own that bank account. You I know, but did it. you sign something when you signed up for Bank of America? Honestly, no. But it, I, as far as I know, and this is from what I heard, and like I said, I'm not an expert, but this is the first time that is known a bank just gave information without being subpoenaed, without oh. giving a warrant. It's the first time it's ever America. happened. Even Apple doesn't do that. Even Apple, yeah, Apple's like, more like serious. The, F- the FBI has taken the Apple to court before to try to get into a phone, a terrorist phone. Yeah, and they said no. We that, can't do Apple that. have a fucking bank? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, kind of. They have the Apple. They have something Apple similar. Pay. Yeah, but I yeah, think it's, it's, it's yeah, but isn't that like with PayPal? Like it's through PayPal I'll, or something. I don't know. I wonder if you can get paid through like your job and at PayPal or something. You wouldn't want to because they would take a cut, but. Uh, you bank. can, but but you can have a PayPal wallet and never and just use the PayPal wallet and never put it in your bank, and never take the cut. You're not going to take a get a transaction fee for that. PayPal yeah. is like it's like it's weird on little bank. Yeah, it is. Wow. Elon Musk created PayPal. If you didn't I mean, know. when you when you transfer funds from PayPal to your bank, it's like a couple dollars. It's not. Yeah, like I don't like fucking PayPal. No, PayPal, dude, I. Fuck, I like, fucking why hate they it. Charge so much? Yeah, they charge too much, man. It's like you. I, one time I had to send someone like a thousand bucks, and it took like sixty dollars or whatever. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Now I got to pay this guy another seventy dollars <laughs> so that I can make up. For, you know, I was like, and fuck. The, and, the, and the marketplace provided an answer to that. Like within the past few years, it's called Venmo. Yep. Well, here's the weird thing app. about Venmo, though. Venmo is like a social media, and you can see who's sending what to what. Oh, so it's open, like everyone. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I was looking. Yeah. Like, I can see who you've sent money to. Yeah, and stuff. Didn't, yeah. I don't like that. That's fucking weird. I don't not like that at all. Sending it to this guy named Greg. <laughs> Mike, what are you doing with Mike's this guy? Got, Greg? Mike's got yeah, secrets. She's got secrets. Yeah. He's down no, there but that's like brothels. Sean, would you Becky. if like? Becky, I just don't yeah. like it. It should be private. Who I'm sending money no, to, I, who I'm receiving I, money from. I do agree. agree. I agree with that. But I, I wonder though if there's you can't probably, private it on there. No, yeah, you can. Say, but there might be a setting where you go in and you can shut it yeah, off. Yeah, you can because I did that to mine. But even still, yeah, because people like well, to brag, Mike. They like to say like, "Look, I gave money to this charity. Well, I gave this money to this thing." Like, well, that's I what think you it, Venmo for it. It also could make sense. It's like if you're like selling stuff, like people can go. Like if you go to like some guy selling. Like, <laughs> shirts or whatever and he uses venmo you can see all the t-shirts you know oh, like this guy's not fake this guy's it's like legit action history yeah so there's probably a benefit to it as long as you can keep it private like if you choose to i guess that's fine i think you Although, can but it's still it's, just fucking weird it should ask you about that though like as you're setting up your account it shouldn't be something it's like you know when you join social media stuff you join like facebook like everything's turned on until you manually go in yeah. and turn it all yeah. off so did you guys did you guys uh so interesting i don't know where this is the story is out of uh <coughs> but it's a judge did you guys hear about the judge guy no. so this dude is a judge or they call him a judge i don't know if he's actually a judge but so he's in charge of like this foundation <coughs> or something i'm not really sure the long story short this guy is, is in charge of setting up drag stream drag queen story hours oh yeah 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 mike 
No. Do you know so what a you... drag queen is? I know what a drag queen is. I don't know the story. It's basically yeah. where they bring drag queens into like elementary schools and have them read to kids, like fully. Oh, okay. Well, public yeah. libraries, I think. Public libraries and like you know public spaces. They'll have, but like parents will bring their kids and like these very sexually suggestive <laughs> dances. Sometimes it's not. I don't know. I've seen some pretty weird looking stuff. Um, but the guy that runs it got caught with like child porn, and he has like a fucking kid, adopted kid. Yeah, him and, his, him and his husband have adopted son. He got caught with a bunch of child porn because he works in the courts, but he works in child children's court. So Sick. they think, actually, from what I understand, I could be totally wrong about this, so don't quote me, but I thought I read <laughs> that he was basically using child porn that they got from criminal cases and sending them to himself. Oh, oh what a fucking dirty pig. So he was like using his position to get oh, the material. That makes me sick. Uh, yeah, and, and because of COVID... He's not in jail, and he gets. Uh, he got to go home and live with his husband and his son. His adopted son, yeah. Hey, what did you guys think about that Woody Allen documentary? I didn't finish. I didn't watch the last. I finished one, it. So. I finished, I finished it. it. Uh, I think <laughs> Woody. I mean, this is a, this is a bad thing about like these people who made the documentary don't have necessarily a very good clean track record for like honesty. Wow. Um, as well, far my- as I know. My point was, what was what was the girl's point in making that? In making what? The documentary. Well, because she didn't. because listen, this Dan and I, there's actually I think a Zoobox live. We talked about this. Yeah. Uh, people want to hear like us argue about it for an hour. Um, <laughs> but like, this story has been around since the '90s. That's what every, I mean. I would say every five to six years, it comes back up, and then people like reexamine stuff and see how they culturally reassess. It wasn't until recently, though, that it stuck, and kind of Woody Allen kind of got canceled like four years ago. Mm-hmm. Like his movies were, I think he got dropped from his Amazon deal because he had a deal with Amazon, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I would say like the problem with the doc, and so they just wanted to do it again. They wanted to have that story again. That's what right. I mean. It was like already a story, and then it was just like retold. There was well, like no new evidence, or well, that's see, that was the thing with me. I was like, okay, you've laid out the thing that I've already kind of know there, all about, except well, now there was, but now they mix it with personal anecdote, like so, well, uh, and then you're like, there's no evidence here. Well, okay, hold on. Like, I mean, seriously, one, there, there is his book. He did read, like they had him reading, like not him, but uh, uh, an, an imitator. Well, um, it was from the it was from the audiobook version. Yeah, oh, I think it was from oh, the audiobook. Oh, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense actually. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Woody Allen is reading and talking about this certain subject in this time period in his life. Listen. His daughter was what 17, 18, uh, 18. She was in college. She was like 18 or 19 at the time. Soon Yi. Soon Yi, and that didn't just fucking happen overnight, bro. That is that is you're going to tell me. Well, she that, was like 19. No, no, hear me out. Hold on. Think about think about it for a second. No, that no I know, I know. There was younger. definitely weird shit that went on. No, no, I'm not, no, no, I'm not I'm saying, saying that. But like grooming, dude. You're gonna, I, I think I, there's no I understand. Let me say it. Let me say okay, it. For the right. for the fans. For the fans. You know, they may not. Okay. I'm just saying, like that <laughs> you're nineteen and you're fucking your stepdad. That's basically who he was. Okay? Yes. Nineteen fucking your stepdad. While you're away at college and he gets you a little place and you're fu- and like t- taking nude pictures with your stepdad. Bro, that's just been going on for a little bit longer since you were 19. Like there's probably no doubt in my fucking mind that he was messing with her. And, and it 
his all his art is based off of very young women. That is true. That's undeniable. Well, it's not all of it. There's there's definitely uh, movies. Manhattan was the movie. You were right when we were talking about it. Is Manhattan the one when he has got like the teenage 17. girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. It, no, and it's creepy. I this, my whole thing is like he very well <laughs> could be guilty. Like I I don't know. I'm not. Oh, trying to I think like, there's definitely some fishy I stuff. Think, and I think like you can be a creep that marries your your fucking stepdaughter. <laughs> And 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 be a creep that way, and also not have molested somebody. Like I but, don't but, know. But you can't deny her story if this is accurate. I'm just talking about the way it's represented in the documentary. Okay, yes. taking that if that's true, that her story hasn't changed since she was like six years old. There, that definitely that is, and not to mention uh, the the notes were destroyed, which is not supposed <clears throat> to happen from that place where they said she's like making it all up. And then yeah. even the lady, the main fucking lady that was interviewing said, like, no, sh this is real. This is this is true. I she don't, probably was yeah. exposed to something. And then, like, they had a fucking press conference outside of this established, like, prestige institute. That's Yale. not fucking weird. No, or whatever. No, no people circled the wagons for Woody Allen back then. I mean, he was like he's like he's he was an iconoclast. Like he was okay, a part of the city. You say so they definitely probably were treating him with kid gloves. They let him have the bigger voice in that situation. They allowed him to hold press conferences. He was looked at very favor favorably. Well, but, but Sean, he is. Would you say Woody Allen is? He's a weirdo, a, a, and he you know, probably. Would you say he's smart though? Would you say he's like definitely on the intelligence end of the spectrum? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. He's not an idiot. And he no. also has a lot of money and can afford the best lawyers, the best publicists, the best this and that and the other. And 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 he was beloved in New York City. Beloved. That's what I just well, said. He's an iconoclast. He was a part yeah, of the fabric of the, what people thought of in New York. So he got definitely treat the better okay. treatment in the media. Let, let's now, okay, fair enough, right? Fair enough. And what is the media? The media can manipulate and, and really do like think about this. Look what we yes. just experienced this year. Let's use New York again as another yeah. Another basis. Hold on, hear me out. New York. Andrew fucking Cuomo is the best governor ever. You know, like this guy was the fucking dude. And everyone was talking about the nursing home shit for fucking months. Everyone was like, hey, there's some weird shit going on at the nursing home. And the media just ignores it. And if you weren't involved, like if you weren't looking for it, you would have never seen it. They no, were talking I, about him being president. They're he I wrote know. a book. It's so fucking busy. Well, here's I, the thing with the Woody Allen thing. My, I feel like there was definitely weird stuff going on because other people saw him act weird with that little girl. That's what they said, yeah. Well, that, that's what they say. But here's the other thing about it. Why is it that this was the only girl? That's known. That's Yeah, I know, but so how come no one else has come out? I mean, because he's like, and they take excerpts from his autobiography. Uh, that's what Dan, you were talking about earlier. Yeah. The, the past. Yeah. He's kind of, he's very like upfront about like even the his, weird shit. Like he's not that he doesn't play very coy or try to play down. Yeah. Yeah. Things. He doesn't. So <laughs> it doesn't, what I'm saying is like, it's, I don't know. Like that's Doesn't what I would say. Like, and I would say I, that. And I listen, I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, hold like, on. Hold on. I know Sean. there, there was a lot of controversy with Mia Farrow. Yeah. And, yeah. It says, 
Can I the say pharaohs in general? Can I say so, something to you? Yeah, yeah, go, I, go ahead. Okay, okay. Now let's, let's like seriously think about it. When you see a lot of criminals, right? Like, or a lot of like serial killers and people who are like truly, like they're usually <laughs> obviously very narcissist, like narcissistic, narcissistic, yeah. narcissistic. But what do they always do? They return to the crime. They get as close to the crime as they can without admitting guilt. No, like think about it, man. Like this is that he's going through the psychological repetition, admitting that he was. In, in his – he's so narcissistic. He is so confident, so like just like what a douche. He's like, yeah, I kind of like maybe did some inappropriate shit that I didn't realize was inappropriate because I didn't have – like he kind of – he oh, skirts that line. Yes, Sean, he does. He's a weirdo. But if you're willing to say that in your autobiography – like that's what you're comfortable no, with he didn't, saying. No, he did not say anything about any like illegal stuff. He just said no, but he, he brings up his psychologist and shit. No, he, he talks about he does. like some of that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but you got you're willing to be I mean, brazen enough to do that, dude. Yeah, like, but you also got to listen. We just we just talked about what it's like to view things in isolation in a vacuum. You got to be fair. Like they are selectively editing stuff. Even the conversations you hear between Mia Farrow and and uh, and Woody Allen. There's a lot of stuff that is clearly cut out. There's huge chunks cut out of those conversations. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. What you there's can't fit awkward, at all. Like, they didn't even do no. a good job making it. Like, there's awkward. Know that they're probably <clears throat> like a lot of material. We lost you for one whole second. You need back. to apologize to the goddamn people. Mike, well, now, camera's off. Camera's Mike, camera's off. You got to turn it on and off again. Look at guys. This is the kind of shit we got to deal with around. Oh, you, is he you gone? Dead. Is he there? No, I'm back. You can't hear me? I can, I can hear, hear you. you. I just can't oh. see you. I guess okay. you'll be a bubble. You can try clicking the... Try, leave and come back. Leave and come back. It's okay. It'll be we all need, right. We need, to, we need to have the guy. Leave and come back. We got to have... There he is. But I, <laughs> and I understand what you're saying. Okay, dude, your camera's just... Oh, there, there he is. There he is. But I agree with you. And, and that this He's stuff definitely is... definitely a weirdo. No, no, he is a weirdo. Definitely but, a weirdo. Okay. And I don't put it past him that he did that. No, but but hear me out. Like, okay, so was he ever found guilty? No. But even the fuck, like, explain this to me, Sean. I don't. I can't. Like, you haven't. No, 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 no. You haven't seen the end. So I, no, I don't I know. Haven't. Do, I do haven't. you want me to ruin it? Can I spoil it a little bit? Sure, you can ruin the story. I know. Spoiler. Spoiler. Okay. No, but the prosecutor said he believed that it happened. He believed it, and they had their own private invet, like private psychologist, talk to her, and they believed it happened. She was that sure. consistent, right? Hold on. And he said, this is his words. He goes, I could not do that to you. And he's like, but every day of my life, I regret not giving you the chance for having. So it was the, and this is what we were talking about last night on the live stream. See, prosecutors can drop charges like that. If they don't feel like, like he, they, well, have, he feel they, like have, they don't have a case, right? If they feel no, like they don't have a case. They, cause they wouldn't have a case without a witness. That's and, and he didn't want to put her through that. So his choice was to say, <laughs> yeah, as a little kid. Yeah, but We're you also, not, when yeah. it comes with children, I believe because this actually, you got to remember the context <laughs> for when this all happened is like only a few years after a Satanic Panic that happened in the eighties, where a lot of people went to jail because their kids had like <laughs> forced shit. memories about them, like. Uh, molesting them and, and abusing them at daycare centers and all this shit that happened they got to find out i mean basically i mean some of these people were in jail for like 10 years only to be completely exonerated like it's actually yeah. there's a documentary about it. i can't remember what it's called but it's really good um 
but so that is coming off of the heels of that as well. And when they people look at child witnesses, like they they don't hold them to the same standards of credibility. Now they bring in things like psychologists. They try to verify as much as right. they can. But if you have no, and I'm not saying whether this is right or wrong. Like I don't know what the right answer is. But like if you don't have physical evidence, if you don't have people willing to go on the stand and be like, that dude, fucking, I saw him naked with her in a bed or whatever. Like why? Where were all these people back then? Oh, 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 oh no, no, listen. Well, and again. Dan, the other thing too is why would he choose that moment to do it? He only had twenty minutes. No, oh, no, 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 no. That's not. That's not the first time he had done it. That's, that's not the, the only time. time. Yeah, but in, in the documentary, Mike, that's the only Mike. time he he, no, he no. he's done weird things. She I said. got one. I got one word for you, buddy. It's tenant. <laughs> what? I just I didn't hear you. I, I didn't said, know you broke. I said tenant. Oh, tenant. <laughs> He's got um, all the time in the world. No, but buddy. okay, Dan. Then why was that one time so because like the main was, point? Because that was the time when people found out. That's when the babysitter said, hey, something weird. They were gone for a long time. He wasn't allowed to be alone with her. Those are court records. I know, I know, but she never talked not about allowed to be alone with other her. times it happening. She talked about other times him like being weird and putting her thumb in his mouth and things like that. But she but never Mike, talked that's, about. That's how grooming happens, Mike. You're not just going to walk up to a fucking kid and stick your dick in, their, in your mouth, especially when it's your kid. <laughs> no, I know that, Dan, but what? my only thing is this is that so it only happened once no i think they it's implied that it goes on for like there's a few like, times over years right yeah well like there's but uh, you well, know there's like things that happen like he puts okay, his okay. thumb but in their mouth and like weird reason, shit well you got to remember mike this is the time that they actually have some sort of witness as to saying they were we could not find them that we could not find anybody we searched the house like everyone was looking for them like that's and, and that's yeah, why i, I mean because this is the, the whole story is about that court case really that's what the whole story is about yeah that's my, my only thing is like why would he decide to do it then with all those babysitters there yeah because people uh, get bold arrogant whatever you want Mike, to call why, I mean, why do people fucking message like what they think is like 14 year olds on the 13 year olds on the internet well, I, and they get to their house I Chris have no Hansen idea. happens to be waiting but, with the I mean, I mean, it's just like that Mike, would seem to be like really bold. Okay, I have a question, Mike. Like, this is like it, it, it's well, it's more like this. Yeah, he it, it, building like he was building up to something. Obviously, like if if this is all true, let's say all yeah. these stories are accurate. He was building her up to something. To do something. And he hadn't been able to be alone with her for months, for a year, whatever, however yeah, long it true. had been. Right? Like, right? Because, yeah. like, yeah. she always had to be there. Uh, uh, Mia had to be there. And, yeah. like, everyone, like, uh, she could not be alone with her. This yeah. is the one time that he was able to be alone with her in an X amount of long time. And he took the advantage of it. He took advantage. That's it. That would okay. make sense. Well, I, Dan, here's the thing I believe he did it. And I believe he's a dirty bastard. <laughs> But I also believe that there's not much evidence, like no, physical evidence. No, you're not going to have physical evidence when it's the next day. Now, if psychologists, now you got to like, well, you're not. You're, what, what evidence are you going to have? What if you get abused? Oh no, she. Yeah, well, they went and like I think she got a physical, and yeah. they did find signs of abuse, if I'm not mistaken. I don't. I, I don't remember, remember that. I don't. Remember I. That at all. Uh, I can't remember. Well, I mean, there were there mut. I don't know if he penetrated. I have no idea. Listen, like I don't know, but the but the psychological signs when you're that age, I'm not saying like, the chances of you being able to 
recount the same yeah, event. it was weird and it how she knew weird. all that stuff like she was like so little to know and lets her mother coach yeah. her like he was saying. that's true but there are signs of coaching that like psychologists can pick up on because there's like you if it seems rehearsed like it is always the same even the most like thorough story usually has slight variations and slight details that sound like you know like they're not using the same exact words every single yeah, time emphasis are different on different yeah. parts of the story over time that's why they ask the same story like 50 times the same thing if you watch interrogation videos they do that on purpose like where they're interrogating somebody yeah, for 10 over hours and over, over and over and over to see if yeah. it feels like it's a you they if they were getting a rehearsed statement or basically. and you're not even supposed to do that with kids which they bring up in the documentary you're not supposed to beat them like that because no. you know like that's what they were doing to her they were trying to get her to do it again and again and to change her story to get to convince her yeah, maybe of something else weren't they weren't they saying though that it happened i mean when they were working with the child psychologist that happens over a period of time like so they could like one session they do it twice <laughs> Come back a week later, do it again. Yeah, but but like, that, that's not that's not how it goes. That's not how it's supposed I to happen. Know. I that's don't what know they say in the documentary. That's what the psychologists will say. But what? Okay, explain this, fucking Batman. This is Sean, not Mike. Mike, you're you're probably more of a. Robin. I kind of get like, no, no. If I were gonna do DC, more like a swamp thing. No, I would. I would Florida. say kind of fucking. What would Mike be? Hold on, we do a little break here. What DC superhero would Mike be? A DC superhero? Yeah, DC. Fuck Marvel. It's just garbage. Yeah, Marvel uh, fucking sucks. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta take in everything into account. You could be, maybe, you could probably be a Nightwing. You could be the grown-up Robin. I don't do know what accept, a Nightwing is, but... Do, do you accept these terms? I accept yeah. them. Okay. I will anyway. say this, though, about Marvel. I'm fucking dead on Marvel. I hate yeah, it I'm now. Done. Yeah, we're all I fucking done. hate Marvel movies. I just hate all the fucking superheroes and, um... I don't want nothing to do with Marvel ever the fuck again. Yeah, I, I, it's too fanboy. It's not even cool. They, they, they just wrecked it for me. I mean, especially now that Woody Allen's like going to be directing Phase 4. <laughs> yeah. It turns me off. Yeah. No, I, it's one of those things that's just like in my mind, I say, yeah, to me, do I think he's probably guilty? I say, yeah. I also think that whole situation is very fucking weird. Me too. Um, I think Mia Farrow's is, a weirdo. Like I don't. Well, she I don't, may be a weirdo, but she—I doubt she's, she's a child she, molester. No, not a child molester. But she's, and even Ronan Farrow himself says, "My dad said he would pay for college if I came out and supported him." Like that is not the behavior of an innocent person, dude. Well, Ronan Farrow is not Woody Allen's child. No shit. Yeah. What is that? What do you mean? But he told Ronan. That oh, he you, maybe he did. Yeah. No, he did. Do you think he's a liar? Yeah, I agree. You call him a liar? Got to grease no, but, his wheels. You know? But every every single person <clears throat> you who... you believe Ron and Pharaoh Dan? I don't know, man. I don't know. Remember that story he wrote about Kavanaugh in a, in a real rush after he won a Pulitzer for the Harvey? Oh, Weinstein did he? Stuff? Yeah. Did, did he really do that? Yeah, he did a hack job. <clears throat> right <clears throat> after winning <throat> and yeah, winning yeah, wait, a this award for writing the story that basically. F- Got yeah, Harvey but like, Weinstein, was was Weinstein the Kavanaugh himself. shit based on conjecture, not real? Like, was it not real? Yeah, but he had a pedigree because of Har- the Harvey Weinstein story. No, what so I'm asking is, like, was it real or not? Did he tell an accurate story? No. Oh. No. He's like, he was going to, like, <laughs> yeah, no, you'd have to go look into it. Uh, yeah, I, I probably should. But, uh, hey, listen, I don't know why he would lie about that. You know, why would he lie about that? I don't know. Why would people lie? Uh, you know, it seems like there's some genuine shit going on and this could just be good editing good this and that but there has to be a real question about do you watch the 
you watch the Finding Neverland documentary? Did you watch it, Mike? I watched wanna... it, yeah. Okay. When you were watching that, did you find it convincing? Yes. Okay. Comes out, most of that stuff's not true. And there's oh, tons of weird motivations going on behind the scenes with those two guys in particular trying to get money out of the Jackson estate. They've been trying for years. Mm-hmm. And then they made this documentary. None of the dates line up. None of the time periods are correct. Like there's law because you know Michael Jackson, one of the most famous fucking people in the world. There's like a log for everything he ever did, mm-hmm. 1985 going forward. So everybody, yeah, that knows. definitely made it sound like he fucked those boys. <laughs> that he married them, Mike. He didn't just fuck them. He made him. He did. He did the right thing. But I mean, I well, listen. That documentary, both of them made me feel like the Woody Allen one, Michael Jackson. Definitely made me feel like they both yeah. did it. Well, the thing about Michael Jackson is, as far as I know, which I've never seen Finding Neverland, I've never, so I'm not. Go watch like, it. Well, I, no, I'm just like Michael Jackson definitely did some weird shit. Oh yeah, like he did some stuff. Like Sean, you know, there's videos of him just doing weird shit, like holding hands with like a little boy that's not his. Like, well, I mean, you are a famous person. You're just like you know already surrounded. Like, oh, please touch my kid, hang out with my kid, fuck my kid. No, but again, these kids like okay. hung out with them. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. It is some weird shit. There's, there's that's definitely weird, Sean. Weird yeah, there's some weird shit. I know. I'm not saying it's not weird. It's one of those things just like, or like him Allen. sleeping over the kid's house when there's with like the mom weird. and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, you know. It's like he's... Roman. Do you think Roman Polanski sexually assaulted that chick? Yes. What, a, why, how do you he, prove that? Because he was going to go to jail for it. Yeah, but why? Then he okay. fled the country. He fled the country. Son, you just talk about satanic panic. <laughs> I know, but he fled the country. Like, he got caught. <laughs> What do you like, mean he got got caught by who? He got fucking like somebody reported him. Well, okay. Yeah, the they, they reported they, they did, Woody there, Allen. Dude, Dan, that that was a uh, open and shut case. There is well, there's okay, material, there, there's physical evidence. They reported it right away, right. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like that's not the same. Well, Dan, what do you think about the whole Deshaun Watson thing? What happened with the D man? You happened? haven't heard about all the sexual no, assaults. Break it, no, break it down, homie. You haven't heard about this? Well, we can't have a sexual assault on the pets. Okay, well, there's been, so far, there's been We might be able to get, actually, we might get them cheap. Well, so far, there's been nine women that have come out and a total of 22 that are talking to the lawyer, but nine of them at this moment, I believe, I believe it could be 12 now, that have actually filed civil suit against Deshaun Watson massage parlors that he hired from Instagram. Of him, massage parlors. Are you talking about like a massage therapist? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you, okay. you, get a, you get a masseuse to come to his house yeah, and yeah, assault yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, are, are you saying like, like he raped them? This is what they're. No, 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 no. They're that he's saying he's like doing things like he'll stand up and his penis will be hard, and he'll yeah, say like, "What are you gonna a... do with that?" <laughs> and then like he forced some girl to give him head. I mean, how many times do you think it worked? A lot because Sean, remember when you remember that guy that you remember that uh, white belly underneath, soft soft white underbelly. Yeah, soft. Like he interviews like these uh, massage uh, therapist girls, and they work at like uh, masseuses and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and this is like a common practice for them to Trick you know give guys blow jobs and hand jobs. Yep. Yeah. So it's called a happy I'm, ending. Yeah, I'm kind of, but you haven't heard about this, is Sean Watson? No, so like, what what is the accusation that he? Well, there's a bunch of accusation. 20, but you're saying twenty two or twelve women have tried are filing a civil law like a collective civil lawsuit with sex. No, they're each filing their own separate with the uh, same okay. lawyer. 
Oh, with the same lawyer. And okay. there's 22 that have come forward. In well, there's 22 that are talking to the lawyer. Talking okay. To, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. like, are, is this all? Is there like, is it rape? Are it's not about, like, rape. rape. There hasn't been any charges, because uh, it's not a criminal charge. It's no, a no, civil. it's a civil. Yeah, yeah, civil can lead to criminal though. If oh, you yeah, it can. It can. Yeah. It can if if the evidence comes forward. Like they, it can lead the police. To, it's it's just stuff like him, like. Uh, it's just like the Antonio. It's just like the Antonio Brown yes. shit, like where he yeah. was kind of like you know naked and shit, yes. like doing weird stuff shit. like that. Stuff like him, like oh, I need you to touch lower at the groin. Yeah, it's completely inappropriate. I mean, sorry. Well, it's and, just and like if, and if you're a fucking football Sonny's high profile. Sonny's a football player. You might be a high, little better down there. Well, gotta, well high, there, like, how, a, how stupid are these guys? Like they have yeah, such I don't high profiles, either. and they're like, "Let me go talk to this fucking seventeen-year-old on Instagram." Like. Well, it's weird that he's you. finding them on Instagram, and it's not unusual for them to get like your groins do get tight. Yeah, sure. You gotta get in there, dude. You gotta no, get I'm in not. there, but how stupid is Deshaun Watson not to like film it or have somebody in the room, even if he didn't, even if he's innocent? He's trying to get a hand job. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's that's well, probably so what he's trying be, to do. Would this be like under the level of like what sex trafficking? <clears throat> this is what this would be like sex sex work, like. Mm, well, listen. Like Sean, you can't go to a massage parlor and get a hand job. Dude, like, some of them, you can, some of them you can. Yeah, no, some of them you can. can. It's no, not. No, 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 it's, it's that's not, illegal. Yeah, it is illegal. It's not on the books. It's not legal. No, I know, but that's what I'm an saying. An old Korean lady is going to come over. There, she's going to give you a handy. Go yeah, check I out know, our video, saying, a song of rubs and tugs. Yeah, yeah, I told the story of when that happened to me. Yes. No, but it is fairly common in these places because when yes. I was, I've been watching all these yeah, like just two weeks ago, I watched a bunch of them. It just happened just a, in Atlanta, like a, yeah, fucking, dude, a, a bunch of them. Yeah, the, the fucking... Uh, the shooter the, well, was motivated. He used to visit massage parlors. He was a yeah. frustrated weirdo. No, he was like a sex addict. Like, and, I, and, like, and this is why this whole situation is being completely misrepresented by the media. Uh, yeah, you, you know, we are, you know, they're playing the race because it's all about race. No, it's like the guy was highly, like a sex addict, went to rehab. Like his old roommate was like, dude, this <laughs> dude had a problem. Like it's a like the, serious... It's like the like, joker of sex. Yeah, he just can't <laughs> stop, and he would always like break out and go to massage parlors and like. Yeah, that's like a that's, fairly common thing, I guess. No, that I fucking do. I know people. I may have been to. But a massage how have we not heard about this, Dan? This is like huge news. Well, I didn't know. You're I, I mean, it happened. When, I just when missed this, it. Uh, what's his name? Deshaun Jackson. Watson. Deshaun no, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Okay. He's like uh, the most high profile profile qb right now because he's in yeah. like a dispute with his team yeah he's very famous right now dude this seems you know what this seems like you really want to see if you think my theory what? like my theory yeah the team like hired well, a pi and, and, and dan guess what the lawyer that's filing all these suits mm -hmm. lives his neighbors to the owner of the texans okay <laughs> okay okay hear me out hear me out hear me out so my thing is this my thing is this so they but hired except a he doesn't know him never no, met him i, I hear you i hear you but like you hire a PI to go get dirt and to figure shit out, right? Like, yeah. Hey, hey, go look into this guy. I want to see. And then you make his capital drop. No one's gonna want to touch him, and he has to stay. Could. That's but, what this is about. Yeah, but the NFL could still um, suspend him, even if he never gets proven guilty. Oh, I know. I hear you. But that's what I'm saying, though. This is about dropping his capital so that he can't leave. Like, so you have to stay, even if you get suspended a few games. It's better than losing him. 
Like yeah. You get suspended four or six games, whatever. Oh, okay. Hey, Deshaun, you still how you want to talk now, huh? You want to fucking who's gonna who's gonna take the dude that likes to get hand jobs from Asian ladies or whatever, you know? No, no, no. Uh, These aren't Asian. There has been, I think, six African American. Yeah, because he's getting Spanish. Along, he's getting like basically contractors off of Instagram. No, he's people that work he's for racist. themselves, handymen. Mike, he, he, he no was, you would be, you could be a victim, Mike. Yeah, I could. I In could. Your handyman be. ways. I, my, Mike sure, goes up there. He's like, hey, hey how man, are you gonna pay me? Hey man, can you fix bucks. my? Can you All fix right. my? Uh, can you come fucking fix my roof, man? You know, and he comes in, and you come in, and he's like, he's like, you know, he's got his bathrobe on, and and he's been watching you through the skylight <laughs> with your shirt cock. off. And, and he's just like, like, what are you gonna like, do with it? Yeah, what are you gonna do with this, man? And Mike just goes, dude, I'm like, so happy. I'm, not a, I'm so happy. I'm not a chick. Like I hear shit like this, I'm like, I'm so fucking happy. I'm not a chick. Yeah, but but that's the thing. It's like guys just don't care about that shit. What do you mean? Guys get shit talked by chicks. I've heard girls grab my dick. No, I know that. I don't. But yeah, but uh, it's not like I'm, what I'm saying is like that's like putting somebody in a very vulnerable, weird, awkward position. Like just yeah, dude. This out guy's like six like, four. Fucking. What are you gonna yeah, do yeah, yeah. about it? Like yeah. Well, I I hear you on. Oh. No, I hear you on that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think it's obviously disgusting. Like, you know. But I'm just saying, like, if it's like a 50 year old. Okay, if it's like a 40 year old business lady, she hires this hot young. Uh, Italian stallion to come in and fucking rub her down, and she rolls over and she, she's fucking leaking like a faucet on a Sunday morning. And it's she such says, a gross what person. Are you, what are you gonna do about this? <laughs> I don't think people would care. I think if somebody nowadays, if somebody like hey, would, women uh, get happy endings too, dude. Care. That's a that's a real thing. I don't that know is a that. real. It's a real thing. Listen, I've always wanted to get a massage. I've been waiting for a long time. I bet you do now. Yeah. But I've been kind of. I I don't know. I just I just want to get. I just want someone. It's almost like it's almost like it's almost like better just to have a dude do it, so you don't have any allegations ever made. If I was like a no, professional uh, athlete, I'd be like what Tom Brady does. Yeah, have his best friend come over and jerk him off. <laughs> but just have like a dude do it or film it. Like I don't see how Deshaun Watson just no because he was like he was probably doing it to be predatory because like okay so say if there's thirty women that come out and accuse him of doing something how many times do you think he actually did it hundreds hundreds right and I would say probably most some of them probably liked it most of the time they're like fuck yeah I'm gonna fuck this football player I'm gonna suck this dude's dick I'm gonna get an extra two hundred bucks I'm gonna do whatever like probably was the case obviously that wasn't the case with everybody this is the question. Okay, I'm all for sex work. I think sex work should be legal. I think you should be able to do it, right? But the question is, and this is something that, like, A, I think it's wrong. I think it's gross, just like Harvey Weinstein. But I just, like, I understand the, the, the like, oh, my God, this is a bad moment, you know? Like, this is not good. Like, this is weird. This is, it's just like, did he, because this is, that would be rape. That would be rape if he grabbed her head and, like, said, you're sucking my dick. I'm yeah. not. I'm not like you know. Like well, the way the no, lawyer broke if, it down, he didn't like grab it, but he was just like kept on like suggest, yeah, suggesting uh, it, and like, then like eventually he like grabbed it and yeah, you know, like hey, 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 come on, come on, come on, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. And the thing is, that's wrong, obviously. Um, but it just kind of goes. What is the answer? If you're you know? if you're if you're inviting people to your house. 
You know what's about to go down. They should know. Yeah, I agree. No. <laughs> no. I mean, but if it's like a professional with, thing like that. In his mind, he's like, oh, I'm going to get this chicken Dude, they're from Instagram. They're not professionals. No, they're all professional. They're all, almost all of them had licenses of but one. Yeah, uh, I mean, we, but this is kind of the new landscape. <laughs> This is the new landscape that's of, like, of it entrepreneurship. Like, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's fair. Bam I mean, all. And he's probably will pay a lot of money, like, for somebody to come to his house and do it. So, like, you'd be like, okay, well, this is my yeah, job. I'll, I'll pay you a thousand bucks to come and rub me down or whatever. Yeah, a lot of guys do that. A lot of like famous people just have people well, come to their house. It, it goes okay. So, and John and I think, hey, Chris, Chris said. I think Chris Julia said something that was really kind of um, honest. And like when he, because he had his, he did his first. You knew the Crystalia thing, right, Mike? Yeah. TikTok, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Not TikTok, Snapchat, and and everything. <clears throat> well, Crystalia said, "Listen, I had an issue, like a real issue, and it, it, he's saying it's sex addiction, and it may be, but I think it's it. it you're used to people wanting to sleep with. Like, you're used to that, you know. Like that's all I'm saying is like you're. It's like people just want to you're the fucking yeah. John Watson and it's like there's that ego that probably comes into play where you 40 you million I mean? a year I mean most people that have those kind of tendencies are narcissists and they have well, like psychological saying, problems No I'm not even saying narcissism or anything. I just think it's like it's it's it feels like hey it's like another a day Allen. like I can like do whatever I want do yeah. whatever I want It's like Epstein like Woody you know, Allen Epstein, or Woody Allen sure but or it's like almost it's a, like this, Dan. Maybe they get it so much and it's so easy that when then somebody doesn't want it, they, are they like, just kind of... Yeah. John Watson, baby! <laughs> the Texans! You know, he's like, he's like, come on. No, but, but, no, but see, actually, but that's, that's a really... But that's a, rock, yeah, but that's a really good point, though. The, the idea, the fact of the matter is, most of these guys, like whether it's Chris D'Elia or Deshaun Watson... You could get it them constantly. No, constantly, but they go out of their way to find, uh, <laughs> like, like to be predatory when they don't well, have okay. to be. Okay, okay, they don't okay. have to be that way. But there is not, like, it's not a necessary function of their of their life or even I, their sex lives. So it's about okay. something deeper than just the sex. Like it's okay, it's a, okay. Hold on, hold on. Okay, now there is definitely some there is definitely some things, but like in the massage world, there's like suggestive things you can say. In, in yes. a professional, you can be like, oh, my groin, can you go a little bit closer? And, like, that may be inappropriate, but you're not saying it out. It's to test the waters. You're seeing what's happening, right? Like, there's coded language that you're kind of supposed to use. Um, and, obviously, if that failed with, like, this particular woman, right, and he stands up and he has an erection <laughs> and he takes his – on it. like, let's be honest, like, he took his fucking shot. That's what he did, right? Like he said, what are you going to do with it? Like just just taking his shot. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying that's what probably it was. Yeah, but a lot of those football players do get deep groin, like specifically in – no, I'm, this is real. Oh, see? He's a doctor. <laughs> No, no, I know but this that. is not, real. Where the groin muscles. We have a groin I understand epidemic. That. I understand a groin that. epidemic okay. happening. In, we all and you know. We take care of them. We all you know. Don't want to do it. We all know the difference, and we all know Sean, that. Like it's not. It's they're it's very. Thoroughbreds, Sean. They're thoroughbreds. They need their groins massaged. They're going to have Spartans, okay? No, but a lot of guys. What a lot of guys do, and this is true. What what a lot of these guys will do, they'll have somebody in the room when they get these kind of massage, like the deep groin. Yeah. Or they'll film it. Like a lot of the like, uh, like the smarter guys. Yeah, because they don't want something. It's like the Keanu Reeves, right? Like when he's getting a picture taken and he's just like hovering. He's not actually touching anybody. You know, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying though. Okay, I'm just saying like, 
normal guy, uh, you, this happens, and you and you and like you stand up and you have your erection, and you're like, "What are you gonna do about it?" Ah, like it could be, it would be really awkward, it would be really bad. And she's like, "Get the fuck out!" And you get the fuck out, and you go, "Ah, like my bad." Okay, you know, here's kid. here's a question: What if you just real loose? She's rubbing you down. Next thing you know, you got an erection. What do you do? You but that's apologize. The, you say, hey, yeah, like, I'm sorry." <laughs> and like seriously, and then you go get dressed. That's what you do. What do you mean? You go get dressed. You got to finish the massage. She ain't getting paid. <laughs> No, like, well, got, you could you could ask. You'd be like, "Listen, it, I I don't mean anything by this. Just like a physical reaction, and I apologize. I'm sorry. Because I but, I respect like, you. You're professional. Like I would. But couldn't that happen? Of course. Yes, it can. No, no. But the thing about erections on those are normal all the time. Like it's not even like unknown to them. I, They're like whatever. I, no, I know that. But you should. You gotta. You gotta be like, yo, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, come you on. can. But what happens if like you're a shy guy? Maybe Deshaun Watson is a shy guy. No, he's you know? not. He, shy. He's not a <laughs> shy guy. <laughs> he's DMing these girls. Yeah. It's oh, true. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to blow. Or it's like it's like there. it's like Army Hammer being. Uh, he actually just got charged with sexual assault. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, or, or accused. Accused. Yeah. Crystalia also <laughs> just got charged. Just got charged with child porn. Nah. -uh. Yeah, I mean, it's no, gonna no, be, he's it's getting gonna be, sued. He's, he's getting gonna, sued. It's gonna be a teenage girl, I think. But it's a teenage girl. But he's she, he's being sued. He's not been charged, right? Can you I look it up? They're they're trying to bring a case against him. It was Probably. a new thing because he came back out, and then that then that popped up immediately. Uh, uh, yeah. Hit with child porn and explo exploitation lawsuit. Lawsuit, so, yeah, that's that's the that's the civil lawsuit that they ain't gonna bringing. do ain't gonna do him any favors. I can tell you. That uh, probably not. And and this is the okay. It was like this is actually like a pretty interesting uh, concept. Uh, James Charles, like you know this guy. I don't know if you know who he is, Mike. I think Sean. Do you know who he is? Yeah, kind of YouTube. He's makeup. like he's, he's this gay makeup guy. I like, don't he, know. Like he's like. Got famous for putting it makeup on his face on YouTube, basically. Oh, and I think then... I might have seen like a collection of this oh, guy. Mike's like, oh, wait a second. Yeah, no, <laughs> actually, yeah. I no, I, I think I have seen. Does he like do? Is there? Yeah. Is there a video of him do, like where they show like a bunch of them, of him? Probably. I mean, probably. I think I might have seen this. Okay. Yeah, yeah Jeffrey yeah. Star and him, or it's like oh, it's all internet drama culture, basically. That's all it is. The makeup culture is like the makeup culture on YouTube is super drama driven. But anyway, so James Charles got like a, a 16 year old and him on snapchat like we're sending each other dick pics right or 17 whatever the kid was <coughs> and this happened like a year ago and then the kid said hey like i'm 16 blah blah blah, blah right and james is like i had no idea i had no idea i had no idea and then it just happened again where another like 16 17 year old came out and said like hey like i'm 17 like blah blah, blah. He, and james is saying he doesn't know <coughs> Right, so these people like should you go to jail? For like what? so, let's not let's if you don't know. No, no, but like this is the thing, right? So if Chris D'Elia didn't know her age, and she did send him graphic content, and this is like Claire. Wait, hold Unless on. She's like a hold on the Chris D'Elia thing. He knew about how old she was. He knew she was in high school. I mean, he knew a lot of personal uh, details about her life. Yeah. Uh, it's completely inappropriate. I mean, it, no, it, it may be inappropriate, is, but... but I'm just saying, like, if if he didn't know, let's say he legitimately didn't know. Well, he said he knew. So no, but no, I'm just saying hypothetically, say, we don't even know if that is hypothetically. Let's say he didn't know, like in this, like in this context <clears throat> with this loss, like this suit. We don't know who. I don't know if it's the same girl from the original accusation. I think we, I don't it know. is. I think it is. I have no idea because that girl came out. Year, this is like years after the fact too. This is like years later. He didn't sleep with her until she was older. 
as far as I know. No, he slept as with her when she was 17, but the it was the uh, age of consent in that state was uh, 17, uh, I think. Uh, I thought he did. Whatever. <clears throat> like, listen, if Chris Dilley is a fucking pervert, man. I he did it at Foxwoods Casino in Connecticut. <sighs> wow, this guy's a real weirdo, man. What's up with these guys? I, I just don't get them. I don't get these famous people. I mean, listen, man, like, it's it's one of those things I think it's, it's wrong. Like, and we should always call it out. We should always say, like, you know, fuck these guys. Like, fuck, fuck this shit. Dude, even uh, if I was a famous guy and I was, like, single hooking up with chicks, I would just film it all. I'd be like, well, because, man, we're going to film everything. I mean, yeah. the, the weird thing about the Chris D'Elia thing, it's not just that he would solicit, like, young people on Snapchat or whatever. It's that he went through a process of, like, grooming them. He would stay in contact with them, ask them to do things for him, send him pictures. And then if he didn't, he would ignore them to punish them. Like And, like, lots- unfollow them. Yeah. And yeah, then fall them back. Mentally a, manipulative behavior. He manip- wow, that, that guy's a real weirdo. Especially yeah. to teenagers. Like you do that shit to well, teenagers. Well, like you gotta tell you gotta different. tell me mm-hmm. you gotta tell me Kevin Spacey didn't feel the same way, baby. By Kevin Spacey, they're manipulating for that day. Um, come on, you want to keep your job, right? Right. Oh, I'm Frank Underwood. Yeah, I'll but that's also that. the, but they told Kevin Spacey to get fucked based off of a story that is uncorroborated that happened 35 years ago. So. Yeah. Now he's gone. Well, now he's done. This, but this is the problem, and this is the same thing, uh, you know, with the Woody Allen stuff. At least there's something from that period. Yeah, there is that like that absolutely points. What do you to mean? Something that what do you mean? Happened. You mean his exoneration, Dan? Yes. Is that what you mean? Exon- that yes. period. Yes, his exoneration. <laughs> well, it, it's like uh, so. The interesting thing uh, there is this famous case. I mean, do you guys have to go? Because I don't want to keep going. No. Want to keep going for a little bit longer. Um. Because I know the Zoobox fans want to know. R.I.P. Dan, if you can hear us. Uh, but anyway, that was fucked up. Um, I was watching this this uh, little documentary today about this guy. So, like, this 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 guy and his wife, uh, they've been married for, like, 30 years, 40 years. Uh, they owned a mil- multi-million dollar, like, farm. You know, like, shit tons of land. Shit tons- and his son, they had, like, a couple kids. One of the sons owned a farm, like, down the road. They're both doing whatever. His wife ends up getting fucking murdered. Right? Murdered. Dropped. Dead. Done. It's crazy. So, like, uh, and the the son is the one that finds her, and he's like, oh, she's been dead for a couple hours. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I, cause you could just tell because, like, the way the blood was, like, maroon, not fresh or whatever. So, obviously, he becomes kind of, like, suspect one. They can't find one of his rifles. And the dad, like, the father and the, the husband of the, the woman that was killed was thinking, like, oh, this has to be my son. Like he, he, like he could not be, he didn't get charged by the police. Right. So he took him to court in a civil suit, like much like this. And what we were talking about with like the girl, uh, the Chris D'Elia thing or, or the Deshaun Watson thing. And I'm talking, this guy spent like $700,000 suing his son in civil, in a civil court. And it, in, in civil court, you can get a jury trial, right? You can, it doesn't have to be judged. You can decide to go jury. And they went to a jury, whatever, and the jury found him guilty, <coughs> right? But it's not like a charge. It, they just they said we think you killed your mother, and uh, you know you have to pay your father ten million dollars because they basically laid it out to think that this guy was ki- trying to kill his parents so that he can get the money because he was like five hundred thousand dollars in debt. You know, he had some side bitches, like he kept his fucking cell phone, electrical box, blah, blah, blah. But then, so right after that, once the jury 
found him guilty. In the civil suit, they went two days later, the police arrested him and charged him with it. And then he was found innocent from no that. Way. Yeah. Well, because wow. they probably didn't have the evidence, right? They didn't have the, the physical evidence where they needed better, to actually I think he got a better it. lawyer. Oh, that's <laughs> like that too. But I mean, well, but that could be the thing. I, see, that seems so weird. I would never yeah. go to, I would never go jury in a civil trial like that if I could avoid it. Well, well, the thing is, with the, I, maybe there could be standing reasons why it has to be that way for this type yeah. of legal suit, but I'm not sure. Um, Here's a question. Has there ever been a high-profile person where they've been proven not guilty OJ of Simpson. like sexual some kind of OJ like Simpson. where the other person was just making it up. Oh, are you uh, talking about like proven? Yeah. Woody <laughs> Allen, Johnny Depp. <laughs> well, Johnny Depp is not. That's just not even done. Yet. No, no, that shit never went to court, Sean. They never went to court for that. No, I know he just went, he, he well he went for defamation because of a what a UK paper calling him. No, a no, no, no. I was talking about Woody. Woody never went to court. No, I'm talking about I was I I was talking about uh, Johnny Depp. Oh, uh, okay. But has there ever been one where the where like, like 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 where the accuser just completely fabricated the whole thing? Oh, I'm sure. Well, well, they, well are you talking about like a famous person? Does that yeah, have to be famous, a famous person? But they have become high famous profile. After, could it be after the fact? Yeah. Like what I'm saying is like a normal guy gets accused yeah, of it. Sure. Okay, no. Most most famous. Okay, fine. Oh, uh, you're, the, you're talking about okay. like if it does an actor or somebody get accused God, of something. Yeah, that's, why I, that's yeah. why I clarified, bro. Well, but that's I, what I'm trying. I'm trying to say that. Oh, okay. I'm trying to well, say the like, most uh, famous one I can think of was the uh, I think it was the Tar Heels uh, football team, basketball team, wrestling team, some sports team. These two uh, strippers accused them of of oh. gang banging, like sexually assaulting them. A lacrosse team. Lacrosse. Yeah, lacrosse. Duke. Yeah. Duke, Duke. Across, yeah, yeah. there's Duke across, and it all came out that it was a lie. Yeah, even though those guys, their lives are pretty much ruined. Yeah, because right? yeah. it came out years after. No, no it was no, it was they, pretty no, quick. They, it was two or three quick. years. I mean, oh, court, okay. court, like court still, cases and stuff. You're like being called a rapist in the public for eye for years. two, three years. So. There was there was a guy uh, just recently. He was a college uh, D1 football player, like one of the top athletes in the school. And this this woman accuses him of sexual assault, rape, and he goes to jail for like five years, six years, right? Five years. Or that's how long he was in. I think he got like an eighteen year sentence or something. He got like a long time. And she told a friend that she lied. She's like, "Oh yeah, I lied about that." She went and told the police. Blah blah blah. blah. This guy spent like five, seven years, whatever it was, in jail for something that- he didn't do. Do you know what happened to the person that lied? Nothing. Yeah, I think that, she ended up getting sued. I don't know. Oh, I think she got, dude, I, I think that should be criminal. Like, no, you have I to be like, too. you should go to fucking spend hard time in jail. If you, you go to jail, somebody, you should have to spend the same amount of time at least. Oh, dude, no. Minimum or no, double. There should no. I fucking more. I don't know. Twenty years. Yeah, but they're, they're going to say they're going to say okay, but this is the problem. This and this is the issue that you could have with some of that. I, I think you could honestly say, well, what happens if someone is really telling the truth and they just ha- and the other guy's like just has really good fucking lawyers. No, and, I'm saying I'm saying if it's a specifically it's a circumstance perfect. like this where yeah. somebody reveals that they lied after yeah. and they know that they fucking lied, that's a different thing. Can somebody like not have as good of a lawyer and it doesn't work out in court, the guy gets away even though he's a sleaze bag or vice versa? Sure, of course it can, right? But uh, I think if you, if you actually literally get caught, yeah, 
like lying and they can prove that you're lying because you confessed or you told somebody or whatever. There like, should be real punishment for it. Real punishment. Yeah. Serious, like serious time. Yes, because I believe that too. You're, you're destroying someone for the rest of their lives, especially if you're in like a small town or, yeah, you know, if you, when you get out of, big. Even like when big you get out of jail, you're fucking, you're a sex offender. And, and the thing is this, and this is the only question I have. So we give, we give credence <clears throat> to numbers, right? We always do. Like, I think it's human being is like, Okay, it's one accuser, and then Cuomo. It's like the same thing. Like you see the snowball effect. Like how? Like, honestly, honestly, there might be one or two legitimate ones. Maybe like legitimate. This was an issue, and and. Well, I think like, there's, like there's the Deshaun, probably it's like it's like the Deshaun Watson thing. Okay, Deshaun Watson. Maybe let's say let's say he fucking really did something wrong with one of them or two of them. Let's just say. Like, yeah. Say that it was one or two, and then everybody else was like, "I jerked him off too. I did this too, and now I'm going to jump on because That's I awesome. know I can get money." Well, it started with one, and then I went to three, right. then I went to seven, right. and then I went to nine, Dude, and then I went it's to getting, twelve. It's and getting then I went to twelve. Thank It's not an unnatural phenomenon for people to feel comfortable coming out with something like that because their strength in numbers. They will feel like they're not going to be the focus. They're not. They're going to be taken more seriously. <laughs> It is something that does happen. I mean, yeah, it does. But there, but I, I wouldn't discount that. I'm not discounting that, like, three, four, or whatever, but you're talking about 22. Like, uh, you're getting up into some, some well, high numbers. You, which how, like, many, how many would we need no, to no, know? No, no, no. I had a massage, like, every other day. No, no, but hear me out. I'm saying, like, like a different that girl. was not consensual. That's what I'm saying. Something that was not consensual. Well, if even if these girls are just like, yeah, he fucking pulled his dick out at me and tried to get <laughs> no, me. No, 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 no. You're misunderstanding. Oh. No, no, no. So listen. What? Most of the time when this shit happens, it is through coded. Like you're, you're suggesting. You're just giving yeah. them the opportunity and then they do it. Like I'm just saying. I don't think like, that's always the okay, case. Okay, Sean, I, I have a question. Do you feel like what you did was wrong? No, because it was a fucking exchange. Like I knew what was going to happen. They knew what was going to happen. It was. There who's, was no who's history. To, who's to say, who's to say that they didn't? Literally just jerked me off. I didn't even who's, get a massage. I got cheated. Who's to say <laughs> that they? Who's to say that they didn't though? And that's the, the. This is what happens when we start looking at this very like, it, like, like small. Like we're not looking at the metal, like the bigger I picture. Don't, it, I don't you know? know how common it, it is outside of like a spa. Type well, it seems pretty if, common. If you the interviews I watched, if you're a private masseuse, I don't yes. know. I don't know. Yeah, I it's very like, common. Dude, I watch Pornhub, okay? I <laughs> I know I'm serious. You look at this shit and you go, I it it is. So what are you saying? Like staple so, of the Sean, it's a staple of the industry. Oh God, I it's think an that's, unwritten. Oh, that's like a little, it's not an unwritten rule, dude. Like Sean, it no. What, no that it's, it's that is literally it's a stereotype of what masseuses do. The happy no, ending. It's, it always it's has a, been. So why are there stereotypes, Sean? Well, some of them don't do it. Because that sometimes you, you can but go that's... to an Asian massage parlor and get it done <clears throat> using coded language because you, you can't ask for it because it's illegal. Right. But I'm saying I don't think that applies to like just uh, physical therapists that come to your fucking house. Well, no, 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 no. These are massage these are, therapists. These are massage so, therapists. A masseuse is a licensed, like you said, all of them but one were licensed. Yes. Right. right? Okay. No, that doesn't mean that they're all going to jerking license. people. No, what I'm saying is, some people take it more seriously. It could just yes, be their some career. People do. They're not working in a fucking a, a shady massage parlor. It's not about it being shady. It's a staple of the industry. 
staple song. We're talking like one of the pillars of massage I, yeah, parlors. I think in circa is that 1989, yes. No, Sean, today. No, Sean, today. That's Ever, why. Sean. Listen, the I, girls that I listened to interviews on that, Yeah, yeah it seemed like all, like it was like what they made it sound yeah. like in the industry, it was pretty commonplace. Like, and like they, they, use, they, they don't come right out and say, jerk me off obviously yes right unless so they're like, like a regular and they know what they want i mean yeah, i would like, say you know. if you if you like pull your dick out and say what are you gonna do with this no but listen, that's not coded that, language. i'm not saying that particular <laughs> one but most of it is like you know like you kind of just go they, they touch your like inner thigh and you're like mm, like you make like a like ooh, like that's nice i yes, guess uh, i guess I mean, it's the, it's the, Can the, you focus the, on my groin? Oh yeah. The, the Turner phrase would be, "I play stupid games, win stupid prizes." Yes, I guess. Yes, Bring, yeah. Man. It's like Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft, a lonely eighty-year-old yeah. guy, just wants to get a fucking yeah. little yeah, fucking he, Jimmy he John. Went, yeah, but he went to a proper establishment. He went to an Asian. I know, bar. but if, if okay, do you think like seriously, Robert Kraft hires a masseuse? Okay, he's this lonely eighty-year-old guy. Not gonna hurt anybody. He just wants his Jimmy John. You know, he just wants his Jimmy's ruffled. That's it. Yeah, I and know. This, hey, and that's that's Deshaun Watson. But we look at him because he's this dominant, big, like, like he just wants some love, dude. Oh no, <laughs> no, think, but like, why? Well, actually, here's the real question. You're why? Sean, did, wh- you're, you Stop. don't like? No, no, no. You don't like? You're a kink shamer. That's what you no. are. You why? shame people's I, kinks. Yeah, I shame predators. That's like, part why, of the why, why why didn't he have, like, a fucking person that did this for him? Why well, was that's he what everyone's saying. No, no, random, this, this hundreds is, of fucking random masseuses okay. he pulls off of Instagram. Don't tell me that he wasn't doing it for lascivious He has reasons. a point, Dan. Most of these no, guys no, no, have no. one. Because then yeah, the yeah, person will yeah. know their body. Yeah, they yeah. know where they're tight. They know their muscles. It no, that's weird. true. I'll give, you, I'll give you that. It and is kind of like... It's this, part of the kink, I think, that he likes, a, yeah. like, you it's know, the deeper, random, like, it's a the, deeper psychological issue yeah. than trying to but get is laid. It, is, it, is it power? It, what did you, do you, I don't think yes. it's a power dynamic. I don't think it's a power dynamic. I think it's a power use, dynamic because he says, hey, if you do this, I can either make or break your career. I no, can help you. No, shut up. That's not like. It's, that's, what she, that's what they said he said. Well, because he, oh. could, he could suggest he could, them well, to he other could, famous. He could share their Instagram page with, like, best masseuse yeah. in town. Yeah. Uh, and, okay. and and okay, that's what they that. said he said to them. I'll give you that. So it's coercive that. behavior. Coercive. You know, I just think, uh, you know, I guess I'm just afraid now, you know. I'm afraid too. Upset. But if I Why? invite like a personal masseuse to my house, you know, and I'm like, I'm hey. A, if I, I'll I'm film gonna... it, Dan, if I was you. Yeah, I will. Film you know, it. I got Are my you... own channel on Pornhub now. <laughs> and you just say, uh, call, you call only fans. Risk, I would call it Risk It Biscuit, dude. That's why I'll do it. Risk It Biscuit. Really? No, but that's what it comes down to. If you're going to do stuff like that, you just got to film it. You just well, got to be well, safe. Well, okay, okay. So do you think, honestly, he has a <laughs> conversation, completely adult conversation between two people, and they're like, listen, massage, yes. Hand job, yes. Like, and they come to terms with it. Like, this is okay. This is what I want. Yeah, I feel like that's fine. If that's the case. If it's a mutually agreed upon thing, sure. Right. Of course. And I think... And this is an assumption, but there is always an understanding when you go into a massage parlor that this could happen. <laughs> I don't think it is as prevalent as you think it is. Dude, your 
fucking I think it's like 50-50 shot. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, it's like 90-10. I don't know why why you guys think all Asian women want to jerk you off. No, it's not even Asian women. It's just everybody in the industry. It's not just... If you go to a massage parlor, massage parlor for sure. Because, Sean, I know... Yes, a massage parlor, I think your likelihood definitely goes up. Because we know... That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking massage parlors and that, like, my buddy... It's not always, no, but you can't say it. You can't say that you want it. I, I know that. Right? Okay, so we know See, that. We're you good. You get the lanyard with the fucking code words on but it. You, you try to memorize just, them before you go in. Yeah. Well, <laughs> most people, like, you got to go two or three times so they know that you're not, like, oh, not a cop. cop or, like, you know. You yeah. gotta, like, but do the funny thing is, most of my cop friends, yeah, they go all the time. All the time. Criminals, like, dude. All, well, they just go. They just. But the thing is, it's never talk. You don't talk about it. You don't say anything, and you just it happens. <laughs> happens. It happens. And then, like, yeah, a lot of criminals act like that. A lot of criminal <laughs> behavior going on. And they go back. And this is where they go back to the scene of the crime to relive. So, Dan, <laughs> you have a lot of friends that do this. I have. I have three friends that do this like all the time, like monthly. Monthly. They go at least okay. once a month. I guess and, I mean it's and, a stress and they reliever. have their spot. Well, it's not guaranteed, but there's like like even in my town, there's some spots <laughs> that like you can go to. Oh, really, Dan? Yes. Yeah, what do you know about? You be very it? close to my old house. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, it's not it's not cheap from what I hear. I oh, hear it's like a hundred bucks. Nah, dude, bucks. it's it's probably closer to 180, 200 like <laughs> Easily, nah, dude. You go to like, two classes. Well, you, well, you get, well, no, you get like a whole hour. From what I hear, it's like a whole hour massage, hour and a half, and then like a happy a ending. Yeah, a happy ending. That's what they say. Well, listen, That's what they say I, the great, great. Getting gods. jerked off is a stress reliever. It's a form of tension well, relief. Well, it's like, well, why do we have such it a taboo on getting hands up? It. it is. <laughs> the massage, they massage in it. When yeah. I hear they play with your balls, they fucking, you know, nice and slow and methodic and just very, you know, sensual and there's no talking. <coughs> you know, maybe, maybe grab a, a booby. You get to grab a booby every now and then. You know, maybe some butt. No, that's hey. sexual assault. Yeah, that's, that's getting too far, Dan. That's nah. like going to, it's like when you go to a strip club where they, you're not allowed to touch them, which I always think is weird. But you've been in the back. What are you talking about? No, so there's, well, some states. Some places you're just not allowed to do it. <coughs> period. But that's what they all say. They all do it. You know? That's that's and that's the thing. Is, is it wrong to have sex with a stripper? Like in the back. Is that a, a dynamic, a power? That's like dirty. They, you're coming here and you're like That's a dirty sex. move. Are you dirty. raping her? No, like you no, get okay. some but like you're in the pie dynamic, you're gonna holding money over her head, like ah oh, yeah. yeah but, that, you but, get- we, but you're already like transactionally in this kind of sexual sphere, and uh, oh Sean, I mean- that's wrong. Strip clubs are not sexual; they are performers, and you treat. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's like I could I consider myself then one of my people. Yeah, <laughs> artists. We are the yeah we are the we are the slums. Physical artisans. Yeah, I'm just saying. <clears throat> I, 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 when I was in Germany and the, I went to a strip club with my buddy, really shitty, horrible shit club, strip club. It was a shit club. It was bad. And, uh, I just remember getting like a fucking dance in the back and it was just horrible, man. It was like one of those, like not into it. I wasn't into it at all. And it was awful, dude. 
my head kept hitting the wall when she's like taking her <laughs> my face. My glasses are like all. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, not a big. I'm not a big strip club guy myself. That like European, you know, smell. Yeah, they're dirty. Those places are dirty. I they can't. Really I are. can't ever like compartmentalize. So I'm always just like hyper aware of like the transactional nature of it. Like it's like being in a room full of dirty car salesmen. Yeah, I'm always they're just like thinking, by, yeah, what like, are these people thinking? Like, don't I, put your butthole in my face, please. Sometimes, okay, don't listen. Like, if you're Dude, the, the, the weirdest thing is the creepy old men that go in there. Oh, it's just, yeah, they're always hanging out by the bar. Yeah. What's the saddest thing you've ever seen at a strip club? I've been like, I don't know how many times you've been. I've been uh, probably like a hundred. So I've, I've seen been one time sad. and I never went back because I went to a really greasy one in West Virginia. And oh yeah, no, no, there's some good ones. I've been to ones that are better. <laughs> I've been probably been to like fifteen or twenty in my life, my entire life. But like, I, most of the time, I've only been to like one that was like really good. Yeah, I was, I was actually like, whoa. This is a fucking strip club. Like yeah. every girl is a ten. It's clean. It doesn't smell weird. Like the <laughs> drinks were watered down. Like it was. I had a good time. But most of the other ones I went, there's always just it's always just the weirdest experience. It's always putting in some way. I went. I moved to Alaska. We went to the the Alaskan Bush Company, which is like a famous strip club in Alaska. And uh, Paul gets me a dance with this girl because she had a Willy Wonka tattoo. I might have told the story in the podcast before, but just a dirty crusty smelly chick i was like you're oh. and she takes off her bra the stretch marks i'm just like this is not appealing there's no. like a c-section scar cesarean scar on her stomach i'm like this is i want to go home it was like two days after i got to alaska oh. i was like this is i have yeah. made a mistake i've made a huge mistake <laughs> yeah the kind is that like a shame shower you go home and take a shame shower a you little a bit shame. Like a little bit. really feel bad about yourself for uh, like paul was like, having a great time he was because i was like i'm so polite yeah, and she's like, like, "Yeah, you like this baby?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, baby." I think the, the uh, sad, I had an awful experience. She's well, you like, "You can touch awful. my boob." I was like, "Okay." It was, just, oh it was yeah, just, it, it was just weird. I mean, <laughs> all the girls were like overweight. One of them was missing teeth. It, it was oh, yeah. just. I went to a strip club like that. Uh, I think it was called PJs. It was like a. It was like the retirement home for strippers. It was yeah. all. Middle-aged women that were strippers, and I didn't, you know, no shame to them for doing whatever they're doing, but it is an experience, and it was like a total dive, and yeah, just like and I was trucker dudes that are there. Uh, <laughs> you were forced to pay her. Why? Well, because I didn't know that I was only seventeen. They let me in. Uh, this is in West Virginia, and sounds like a good time. I didn't know if you sat at the table, the, the strip bar, the table, you had to pay. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. She, they made you pay? They made me pay because she came over and danced yeah. in front of me like yeah, this you, fat stripper. Wait, like she didn't even touch you? No. That's bullshit. She like did that's, a dance. And I was at like the table bullshit. like where she was dancing. And like she came over and I was like, it was me. And then like this old black guy and he had all these ones and he was like throwing them down. Then he ran out and then she came over to me. And it was just weird. It was no, a weird you experience. Don't, you, don't like, have, you don't have to pay wait, them. But she, no, I, she got the bouncer, and I had to pay her. Whoa. Yeah. What the fuck is the law in West Virginia? What is uh, this? All I gave was my two dollars. I have I, I have sat in front of a strip stage and not paid a dollar, but they right. won't come over to you. 
They yeah. just won't come yeah, over. They don't, you. they don't come over to you. And even no. sometimes you want to talk. You want to talk about a fucking dirty fucking trick, dude. Make sure you're paying attention to song times. Okay, song. Each song is about three minutes on average. So up there for about they usually play two or three songs. And if you fuck around your last song, you got to count the songs in your head. And if you feel like the song's coming to an end and you have a dollar bill like hanging up there, they do it. It's the classic stripper move. They come up and they swipe all the money. Yeah. And then they just pop like maybe a tit in your face and then dip. Yeah. And that's the end of the song. And they just got like two dollars from you. You like you fucking bitch. You fucking <laughs> smart bitch. But I think the saddest thing I've ever seen is uh, I was in Wyoming, pretty close to a strip club actually at one point. But we we went there and there's this guy. He's got to be three hundred fifty pounds. And he bought the girl for the night, and that's like twelve hundred bucks, <coughs> like thousand bucks, whatever, for like all night until he left. Nice, nice. And he's probably there all, but like, dude, this dude had not showered. Like, there is no way this dude had fucking showered in, in, and I'm talking like a, a white tee, like V-neck white tee, stains brown and down the center. Like, it literally <coughs> looked like this dude fucking wiped his ass with this fucking thing and he stank <laughs> you could it literally was like a giant so it's, all, like, okay so old, yeah like brown dark brown from like sweat and you and went fucking, did you did you go to the strip club with with this guy no no oh, we were just okay. there i think it was pat and i honestly i think pat and i went together and i was so flabbergasted that in like this chick he got to pick the chick you know like i say i'll pay you like a thousand bucks and she has to dance on him and you he's can just like, see uh, the look on her face, like fucking shoot me, kill me, like, yeah, yeah. Like, and he stank, dude. You could smell business, him. And she, they yeah, were in their awful. private area, and they had like all the beads and everything. That's and and like you just sit there, you're like, man, fuck being a stripper. It ain't worth it, bro. <laughs> yeah, it ain't worth it. Well, I mean, you make a thousand, make twelve hundred bucks in a night. No, that yeah. sounds great. But I'm gonna tell you right now, this place called the Den for four hours. Is, nah, dude. They, <laughs> these these fucking ladies, man. If it's a slow night, like dude, the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they're probably making you know ten bucks a night if you're working. Twenty yeah. bucks, thirty well, bucks, no. maybe. They, you'd be surprised, but yeah. I mean, okay, you maybe maybe more than that, but they're not they're not cleaning up until the weekends. But yeah, yeah, I'll never forget like my friend's wife. First time I met my friend, his wife was a stripper, ex-wife now, but uh, oh. but like she was a real stripper, like a legit stripper, and I'll never forget this. So we're sitting there. <laughs> Like Jennifer Lopez like, kind of stripper. No, like bad dude. I fell in love with her when I first saw her. Like I fell in fucking love with her. Like she was that hot. Yeah. She was like five foot two, five foot three maybe, ninety five pounds, but muscular, like a hundred five pounds. Whatever. She was like she you was in shape. Yeah. Oh, I was intimidated. No, this like badass, like nice boobies. It was everything was proportionate. She was tan. She was beautiful. And all the girls looked like trash in this, this strip club. So she and it's tryout night. It was like Wednesday night. It was like tryout night. And I'm not even kidding. She came up on stage, dude. And everyone in the club, there was probably 30, 20, 30 people there, came up, threw all their money at her. She I probably was made like, say, yeah, probably like, like what? The girl, like, other girls were fucking <laughs> furious. Furious. She yeah. literally had like $300 in once. It was like crazy. Yeah, dude. Uh, and after, so she comes over and she's, she's talking to us and shit, and, and we're all bullshitting. And uh, yeah, the girl, I really love Buck Cherry. That's why I picked that song. Yeah, <laughs> but she, uh, she goes like, "Hey, like you should buy me a drink." And I was like, 
and we had just got back from like a private dance because she's fucking hot. Oh, I'm spending thirty bucks on that. Like I'll do it for a couple. What with your friend's girlfriend or what? No, I didn't. No, I had never met my oh, friend yet. Okay. I had never met him. I because they had just moved there, so oh, she was okay. trying out because. Okay. I got. She's you. like okay. she's actually like a really big. <laughs> she goes to Vegas. Like, that's so weird. No, but yeah, this, that would this be is, weird. This I was like, damn, what the hell? That's this, her job. Martin. This is the weird part. Here it is. So I uh, we come back and she's like, hey, you should buy me a drink. I'm like, I just spent thirty dollars on you. For five minutes or whatever, not gonna happen. And this dude leans in and he goes, "Hey, you should buy her a drink." And I'm like, "Why?" And he goes, "Cause my wife's asshole is just in your face." And I was like, "What do you want? I'll get you a drink too, man. What do you want?" And like, uh, I was like, got a couple of Jack's cokes or came back and ended up being like a good friend. I still talk to him to this day, like oh, all the that's time. That's fucking weird, man. I, I couldn't I, do that. And I got almost got arrested together, like legit, like almost went to jail, like straight up, like two years later. That would be really hard for me to do that. Uh, what, be be the be the the cuck to a stripper. No, no, yeah. they, they, were, they were in their own little thing. Obviously, that would be hard. Got, that would be like a difficult position. I couldn't do it. And dude, like this guy's crazy. This guy has a tattoo <clears throat> on his butthole of uh, do you know the? Uh, not his butthole, his taint. You know, you know the taint is the between your balls and the the butthole. Yeah, yeah. He got he got a mini me. Not a mini me. A fucking uh, do you know the the Despicable Me shit? The little fucking yellow dudes with the one yeah. eye. Got that tattooed on his taint. A minion. A minion. A minion. Yeah. Hey, true fans. True fans. You know. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Okay. It's been He's two like, hours. I love those cartoons. <clears throat> two hours. Watch you know. me do a cartwheel. I'm gonna watch. Go watch Police Activity if you want to see people be shot for free. I don't know how it doesn't get taught. Like, actually, you know, uh, I a YouTube channel I've discovered <coughs> recently. It's called the uh, O'Shea Pe- Jackson. No, Pedo Poachers, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah, dude. The guy's from yes. Lemonster, dude. He's from yes. Lemonster. Is it good? Yeah. So New England. Uh, like- I don't know if it's good, Michael, but it, it's entertaining because he goes. He they they basically entrap pedophiles to meet them places because they pose as you know kids online. <sighs> Get them to meet places, and then they show up and they live stream them confronting them. And they've gotten like some serious people in their community, like like judges or like lawyer, like like yeah. Like he brings it up members. every literally every stream. He's like, yeah, I just got a sheriff a couple weeks ago and a judge like last yeah. year. He's yeah, like, yo, check out our channel, Pedal Poachers, Massachusetts. Yo, nah, dude, I'm from Lemonster. Well, I'm not from here. It's like 45 minutes to get here. Never been here before though. If you want to watch like high quality, like I would say a better version of that, Anxiety War is pretty good. Anxiety War. He had to like. He kept see, getting. See fucking the Canadian. Uh, no, he's from Michigan, I think. Okay. The, the one that the one that started it all as a thing was that guy from Canada. They did a Vice documentary about him. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he was was doing it in Canada, but he would also come to America and do it like nail people as well. He seemed like he had like a lot of emotional problems too, but that's what he did on his spare time. Anxiety war is interesting. He had to move a lot of his stuff off of YouTube. Like he can't because he kept getting pulled down, demonetized and, and like (coughs) strikes. I think he's on his last strike. So he had to be, and this is the fuck you want to hear some fucked up. Listen, I'm not trying to drag this on. I'm just saying it's fucked up. Why is it people like mouthy Buddha who are trying to expose pedophiles? Their shit gets removed. Whether conspiracy or not. No, conspiracy. Not like they're trying. They they say they're trying to do this in genuine. Like they are not doing anything crazy. Like how can their shit keep getting removed? Why is, is anxiety war? Who's exposing pedophiles? Like exposing pedophiles can't because, post it on YouTube. Well, I guess the the charitable reason. 
I would say is because some of it is probably uh, might be a, a legal grace area when you're accusing people of things without having like because if you're publicly shaming somebody and you're saying like this is a pedophile and you're put you're blasting them out there to the world to go find that video and see that person and you're not like providing other context or, or whatever I'm not saying I don't know what these guys do and mouthy boot is a separate thing what I'm just talking about, like some of these pedo poetry dudes, yeah, yeah. like uh, we're in a little bit of a gray area. Like so that's why Chris Hansen, that's why that show got canceled, to catch a predator, because it's technically entrapment, and then it ruins any case the police have. The police then can't go fucking really charge this person because they didn't commit a crime. He worked in coordination with police, and that's not in, no the intent. No. Yes, yeah, you got to look, but go if you go look into some of the behind the scenes stuff and why that show stopped being a show. Right, police actually, most of the police were not that cool with it because it would ruin cases. Yeah, like these guys could be serious <coughs> offenders, and and, and because yeah. cause they that would arrest sense. them, they would arrest them for the show, and then they're out the door six hours later. Like yeah. they're not getting charged with anything because they didn't do anything. Well, like, they no, they might but, get off. They they could you know sometimes it depends on what was in the the chat chat and, and stuff. And it's also state to state. Every state has different yes. requirements for different. soliciting solicitation. Yeah. yeah. Right, uh, but you—I don't know if there's a law that says you can't talk to kids about sex stuff. I'm not saying you uh, should. I'm just saying I don't know. I don't. I don't, I, I don't know what the law usually, is. About that, right? Usually, <clears throat> like this is like the anxiety war guy. He says he talks to these guys for a year sometimes. Yeah, yeah. A wow. year, year, like that's how long they, and that's how some of them like they grooming. He, they, he's acting like a, a, a yeah, little girl, like he's or a little house. boy, and he's wow. acting dumb and whatever. This not. And it's it's pretty a lot but of work. And this guy's you know passionate about catching pedos. That's more, but that's more methodical, where he's literally building a case so he can go take all this stuff and be like, "Here you go." Yeah, there's years worth of material of intent and excitement. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna like speak to the legal stuff because I'm not entirely sure. But you make a good point. Like, yeah, like you know, it, it could be. Uh, I only but, say that because that's why I remember, and I could be a little, a little fuzzy on it, but that's what the problem with well, the catch a predator like, was. It's like Eliza Blue. She's on his famous Twitter, uh, or semi-famous. She's got like 30,000, 40,000 people. She is one of the leaders of like attacking – because Twitter, there was a famous story. The kid was like 13 or 14. Uh, uh, he would, you know, sent a video of him masturbating to a guy. A guy posted it to, to Twitter. Got, it got like downloaded you know, hundreds of thousands of times, seen hundreds of thousands or whatever, like a lot, and it's child and porn. Twitter wouldn't and, take it down. Twitter said, no, it doesn't violate our terms of service. He contacted Twitter, sent him his ID, like his age, like all this stuff. And then they had it took the FBI or Department of Homeland Security to say, take it down for Twitter to take it yeah. down. But so this chick is like on that side, like Pornhub. They had underage chicks on there. Uh, they, they like all this crazy shit. Yeah, a lot so, of sex trafficking stuff goes on. Yeah, like but, like yeah. actual like there was like actually a lot of apparently a lot of child pornography as well. At least there was. Right. Well, that's why they they've cleaned house. Like they've cleaned. Yeah, you have to be like a verified they, account to even think, post to anything. Up, yeah. Upload, yeah. Which it should have always been that way. I mean, honestly, I was I was about to upload my hundredth video of me just <laughs> masturbating with a finger in my ass. Can't and do it. I can't do it now. I've been stifled. Uh, I've been censored. Censored. <laughs> Check uh, out my OnlyFans. Sad guy eighty six. <laughs> just pictures of my feet. Um, there, but anyway, Eliza, Eliza shared a article only an article that stated the case like was talked about a lot of this stuff banned off twitter for for or suspended for like a week 
Or maybe I'm in 12 yeah, hours. Yeah, because they're very protective of these. Because Actually, if people are interested, uh, my most recent episode of Nightcap, so it would have been for whatever Monday was. What was Monday? The 15th? Yeah. Um, I actually watched a bunch of documentaries and interviews with these virtuous pedophiles, maps people, and then I found an old documentary from like the early 90s, uh, a NAMBLA documentary. Oh about Nambla from the early 90s. Pro They're, or against? Uh, it was kind of neutral, and it was just kind of like an expose about the Nambla dudes, but a hard sit. I had a hard time watching it. Like, I had a hard time getting through it. Like, not even you. funny. It was awful. No, I was just, it's very, because you, these guys, like, a lot of these guys, they've already been to prison <coughs> for this for their crimes. So they just go out there and talk about it. They don't give a fuck. <coughs> and then you see, like, the, uh, the Nambla people and, like, uh, the the people that are part of the organization that run the organization, one of their their lawyers was like a federal lawyer. He also worked for the federal government, and he's the fucking Nambla lawyer. Well, I mean, they, uh, anyways, they have the right to representation. If anybody's interested, go check that out because that kind of stuff is it's very disturbing, but it's pretty readily available. One, the reason I brought that up is because there's a movements they try to include themselves in like the like the gay LGBT, rights, the gay LGBTQIA civil rights stuff. QIA plus. What's shocking, back in the early 90s, those NAMBLA guys were doing the same thing. They would show up to gay rights rallies with a fucking NAMBLA flag and try to just get into the march. And the other gay people were like, fuck no. Like, no, we don't want you here, dude. This is a, that's a different thing. You're talking about chat. They're like, what are you talking about? It's our, our identity. It's like, he's like, uh... I, I, you see some Why do we always talk about fucking pedophilia? Goddamn <laughs> fucking show. Listen, people need to know. You need to people need to know, Dan. Listen, this is my point. Why are is Twitter not removing child? Like that makes yes, the money. Oh, that is, this is. Like, oh, I'm this telling was, you, dude. Well, Facebook was, is the largest perpetrator or largest distributor, technically, of child porn in the world. I know. Well, this is actually the point I was trying to make. I got sidetracked. Is that uh, a lot of the people that are on the trust and safety boards and stuff like that of these companies? <laughs> Uh, that have like mental problems that are making the judgments about what is and isn't allowed are sympathetic to those movements. They're sympathetic to maps. Yes, weirdos. Which maps is minor attracted person. That's what they demand that you call them now. Like even if they're like virtuous pedophiles or not, like they say, like no, we're we're maps, uh, and 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 some of them are more forthright about the idea. They're like, no, this should be okay, and kids have agency, and you're you're stripping. Like it's the same thing as the trans kids argument, and that's what's really disturbing about it. Anytime <clears throat> somebody's coming after your kids, somebody's coming after children, you really gotta fucking inspect their intentions. Yeah. Uh, and but now we live in a landscape where they're like, whatever, bigot. Like, what am I? What are you talking about? I'm trying to protect a fucking child. Like, don't call me a fucking bigot. Don't question your motives about you like why to, you, you think kids be... are sexual beings. At well, eight I'm gonna years tell old. you. I'm gonna tell you. It all starts with abortion. You start devaluing life in the womb, then it, it carries I, yeah, over. Yeah, we have this conversation, and I'm saying that's I, my. I truly believe that. I don't. I do not disagree with you, in to a certain respect. I mean, I think. Yeah, like I don't want these kids around my kids, so fuck those kids. No, I'm just joking. Uh, but uh, no, but like I do, I agree with you. I think I think you made a really good point. Uh, that's a very salient point and a good argument. Is that when you start devaluing the kind of the nature of a child, its innocence, its vulnerability, and when you when you deny it at the moment they're the most vulnerable, what are you like? You're you're building a bad foundation for how we think about children. But uh, anyway, sorry, that's my spiel. But the world is racist. And that's the biggest problem we have. 
Yeah, it's not the you it's know? not the sex trafficking. It's not the kids getting molested. It's Dude, not, I'm telling it's you, not that the mental was a disorders. Fucking, it's not the like, Q anyway. shit was was that fucking shit was really about kids in the beginning. If people don't know, Q really started like a lot of that <clears> stuff got exposed. Like that was really about sex, human trafficking with children. Like that yeah. was the biggest thing. Yeah. And then it got co-opted by Q became more about, you know, yeah, whatever. Anyway, 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 we can talk about that next week. Deep State, CIA got involved. We can do do that next week, baby. We can attack the Capitol. This is a good episode, man. I have It was. You know? uh, Just name it best episode ever. Best episode ever. There it is. Best episode ever. There's fucking, you know, best episode ever. Oh, I boy, got God. allergies, man. Uh, yeah, I got, you, I got light. I got light allergies, so I, I feel you, buddy. Because like, every time <laughs> I, I go heavy. outside now, I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. Not me, dude. We don't have them here. <clears throat> On that note, everybody, thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Zoobox, a podcast about nonsense, much of which you've just heard. Do not, don't look to us for any real advice. <laughs> Just dudes talking. Uh, if you'd like to know more about Zoobox, there's a bunch of links in the description for Facebook, for Instagram, for my Twitter, for Dan's Twitter. Also, we have a kind of a backup YouTube channel. It's my old YouTube channel. So if anything ever happens to this channel, that's where we'll go. Um, there's also, I've been live streaming on DLive. I like it over there because I have a lot of freedom. I don't have to worry about my streams getting pulled down midstream because I'm watching quote-unquote copyrighted content, even though I'm doing the commentary that makes it legal. Um, other than that, Good show, boys. And we'll see you on the beach. In the sun, my son. Because I just watched the fucking Zack Snyder movie. You will meet them together in the sun. You could be their savior. Peace.